You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks of games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome to episode 74 of The Gamecasters, the show that's about two bad British accents away from losing the entire country of England for good. Uh, (laughs) Yes, we're back again for more of this. Every episode, I feel like, oh, this will definitely be our shortest show yet. We don't have that much. We don't have a ton of content, so this is going to be a short one. That's okay. And then every episode we end, and I'm like, all right, that was our longest episode to date. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So much has happened over the course of the past two weeks that we must break down for you like enzymes and stomach acid. In fact, our show is kind of like the podcast equivalent of the digestive system at the beginning you're gobbling us up and it's fun and informative and then through the middle of the show it's starting to work its way through and you're getting full and then by the end of it you feel like you've just excreted this large slab of waste and you're good for about two weeks like a snake (laughs) but like i said we've got a lot to break down for you natalie and i finished the wire jeff and devin watched some tv shows probably we went to this little board game convention and natalie and i got a new shipment of kickstarts in the drink not the gaming uh website (laughs) (laughs) so okay Last weekend was the best four days in was gaming. It, was it last weekend? It was last weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. One, feels one like week ago, we were on our way home. Forever. That's insane. Me, Natalie, Jeff, Jiu-Jitsu, Donkey Kong, The Leaf in the Wind, and eventually Gen Con all arrived <laughs> at Gen Con for the first time in two years. It was canceled last year due to COVID, which was an incredibly understandable bummer. Yes. Right. Yeah, Too bad. I get it, but damn, that but sucks. I, I yeah. get it. I get it. Jeff understands. We all understand. know Jeff understands. <laughs> You might not know, but he does. Yeah. This year almost went the same way. We never really fully knew if it was going to happen or not for like a long time. Then when it was finally official, the Delta variant came through and almost knocked it out again. A huge portion of publishers backed out, some at the last moment. Some simply weren't able to come as their borders were locked down. And so the convention felt very different than the previous four times I had gone. The enormity was still there, but like much less. The vendor hall, where we spend the majority of our time, was significantly impacted. A large percentage of the space was cut off. Um, in its place, a new space for people to sit and eat and take a quick 30-minute uh, quote-unquote mask break, right? As masks were mandated to be worn throughout the entire convention. And in true Gen Con fashion, it was hot as balls. Standing outside in line <laughs> for island noodles, the greatest thing in the world, yep. uh, every day caused extreme body sweats, unless that was just my entire body salivating for island noodles. Maybe. Which it could have been, been either. Yeah. I feel like there was just tongues came out of me yeah. where I didn't think there was. <laughs> you get some island noodles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the island noodles were better this year than yeah. ever. It's so funny because we hyped it up so much and we ate it and it was still like... It was just as good. Just well, we as hyped good. it up and when we... I think a lot of people, because we, we... Jeff put it like on his stories. We all did, right? Before we got yeah. there. Like, we can't wait for Island Noodles. I think we even talked about yeah. it yeah, in the last episode. Yeah, we talked about it in the podcast. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Amanda and Wally of the Instagram account Main Street Meeple, which we'll talk about them again in a little bit. Yep. They arrived there before we did and we kind of had a little plan to meet up with them. They got Island Noodles before we even got to the convention. Right? Yep. And sent us a text like, we got the Island Noodles. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. What'd you think? And they were just kind of like, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> they didn't like it. It's okay. And, and that so, was the end of our friendship. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. We were like, kind of, it kind of made us like second guess, I think, for a second. I know. Like, did we hype it up? Like, we oh, talk about yeah, it too like, much. It's not as good as we think. Yeah, because it's been two years since we've had it. No, and, and uh, Amanda and Wally were wrong. They were wrong. wrong. It was so good. We all ate it. We were like, oh my God. This, this is better is than it's ever been, I thought. I was like, There's just, I'm in MSG heaven. Yeah. It was so <laughs> we good. ate it every single day we were there. Yeah. yeah. Right. I would have, I would have had lunch. it more than once. If I know. It, yeah. If it was socially acceptable, yeah. Yeah. I would have gone lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner. 
Yeah. <laughs> that would have been oh great. My God, the so convention good. for me was so much fun. I just personally felt like I saw most of it, though, by Friday afternoon. And so a lot of Friday and all of Saturday was basically just going over stuff I had already seen. But hey, I'm a Gen Con, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. How many times I go past the Picture Perfect booth? I got the name right. Uh, it was also different in the fact that for the first time ever, we were kind of there representing the podcast. Like, we were, at, we were there as the podcast. Mm-hmm. Before, we just kind of went... And then we were like, you know, we might occasionally be like, hey, we, where are the gamecasters? You guys know? You know, this time we went there. We were like all decked out every day in gamecasters, uh, merchandise and gear, passing out buttons and stickers like we were running for political office. <laughs> it was such a great time, though, meeting everyone who we had only previously interacted with digitally through Instagram, Twitch or Discord. Um, and we just talked about it a minute ago, but we hung out with Amanda and Wally of Main Street Meeple. Yeah, we hung out with them a ton, and it was so awesome. fun. Great people. Yeah, man, are they cool? Yeah, we've been so cool we've kind of like in been interacting with them a lot. Leading up recently, to mm-hmm. yeah, like very recently, we started interacting with them. Um, Amanda and Wally, they come into the Discord or the the stream, the stream at one time. And we play we played Gardic Phone with them, and um, yeah, they're they're been chatting with them, and then we got to meet them in person, and we we saw them like. Several times every day we were there. As hard as they we tried not to, I am yeah. really, I'm really surprised we didn't scare them away. I know, me like, too. We went out to dinner with them. They came we went out to dinner to on Thursday. Airbnb, so they must have liked us. We are weird yeah. Was it Thurs- Thursday we went out to dinner? Yeah. And it was it was an we were pretty it was an event which I don't know if you were going to talk yeah, about. No, go ahead. You, we, 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 totally we, we can use we can talk about this now. It was an insane event. Poor Amanda and Wally got there first, got us a table for eight, which at Gen Con is tough to get. But now there's less people. It didn't seem as tough. True. Yeah. We, it was just a nightmare experience of like how long is our it took us 15 minutes to even get our order taken our poor waitress came out who was like six months pregnant <laughs> yeah. carrying a tray of the drinks that we had ordered spilled them on another table oh. you know and then hormones took over and then she left the, the building away. the manager was like oh she's coming back and nobody came back and it just was, was piling on top walk out the door or with something? her stuff and he's yeah. like hey i think that's our waitress and he's like oh yeah and he's like well is she leaving yeah, and the guy's like, no, no, no she's, she's coming going back. to get something. something. The manager yeah. came over and was like, "We'll get you guys a round of drinks and some beignets." And we're Never like, got yeah. those "Okay, beignets." And then our food came out, and it was all wrong. very wrong. Yeah, and, like and, and poor Amanda and Wally's food. was even more wrong than everybody else's. Well, at first, like, so there's like, was there eight of us total? Sure, I think so. Something like that. They only brought out five meals at first. Yeah, yeah. Was, enjoy. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, no, they brought. And so then they were like, "Oh, by the way, because then me, while you're waiting, here's this order nobody ordered." Just have this. No, because they brought me a meal, and I was like, "That's not what I ordered." And they're like, "We'll just keep it then, and <laughs> we'll like, re- put uh... it back in." And then they brought my correct one and Joe's correct one, but Wally and Amanda incorrect still one. Wrong. Yeah, so then still they're like, wrong. "Okay." So then they we all had food, and they still didn't have. Food. So here was the problem: they tried to be. They they tried to get yeah. involved in the you know in the pageantry of the convention, and what they did was they took their regular menu and they called them different names. Yeah, they called all the meals different names. But yeah, like the dragon like, sandwich yeah. instead right. of just the regular. So, whatever. so when we're right. ordering, we were like, "I want the dragon sandwich." And I think that I think our waitress was like, "I don't know what the hell." The yeah, dragon what the hell does that mean? Well, there was also like two different meals that had brisket in it, and they both had the name dragon in it, and so like I think that got confusing. That confused for them. Yeah, it wasn't well thought out. And it yeah. just, it was like a snowball effect. It's like, of, you got to all know that menu. If you don't know the menu with the new names, then, right. yeah. and we were all so, yeah. it just, so everything it that could go wrong ev- went wrong. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. But at the end of the day, they did comp our entire meal for all of us. At the end of the day, we got free meal. food. We, had, we had all No this, beignets, we had though. Like, no beignets. Just so you know, we we're still waiting on our beignets. We all had like multiple <laughs> drinks. Like, it was a little, probably a lot of money. So what was the name of this place called? Something Wood. No, something Wood. Good Wood. Good Wood. Good Wood. Yeah. Good food. 
good. Yeah. The food I think, that I had was yeah, good. fine I think food. Like the yeah, owner good food. guy even um, gave Joe like some. 30-year-old like bourbon yeah, cool. or something. Joe gets everything. Yeah, great. Good job, Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. We don't get our beignets, but you yeah, get your $30 Yeah, but that, that whole dinner, it was, it was like we were just loud over the top having so much yeah, fun. We being crazy. And Amanda and Wally came back to hang out with us yeah, the following the day, day and uh-huh. the following day. So I we, to see we didn't of, scare them away. Because some of us were a little less charitable at the table. Like I was like, where's my fucking water? And I was oh like, God. I was getting Ryan mad was about like the water. Yeah. The pitcher. Ryan was well, out but of the I was pitcher. like, uh, so Amanda saw us at our best, at our worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, I, like, I'm like, Wally's not talking. I'm like, Wally, yeah. in the car, like, Wally's like, we'll never see these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I see. So that was a one time experience. I did wonder, yeah. like, when they were at that table, like, like the, what was their first impression? Yeah, of we're all shutting of down us? our Instagram we're like, account. These people are nuts. I mean, but then they came over to our Airbnb, and so like. Well, I think Amanda listens to the show, so I think she knows a little bit of our personality, like, like the show, yeah. like the show, <laughs> <laughs> like the show. So our next guest, Dr. Rongel Bringer. <laughs> so then they we invited them over to the Airbnb on Friday night to hang out and play games with us. Natalie proceeded to give them the wrong address, and so Oopsies. they were I gave, in the yeah. ghetto, they were in a different part of in town. The ghetto. <laughs> Man and Wally in the I'm like ghetto. sitting on the porch waiting for them, and I'm <laughs> like, they're like, we're at the corner of this and this, and I'm like, yeah, it should be like right there. Like I'm looking at that corner from the porch. Like, oh, we're being mugged. As soon as we're done being mugged, I will we'll get there. And I was like, what's the address? And I, I think the the name of the street was like Bellevue, and I told them it was like Belleville, Belleville, or something like that. It was and it was Beville, Beville. But you told them Belleville, yeah, because there's a city <laughs> where we live, kind of close by, called Belleville, yeah. And so that the name was just in Natalie's head, and apparently that was like. The ghetto. In the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they're like, we'll be there in like 15 minutes. When we have drugs for everyone. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. For free. So they yeah. come over and we played some games and with my them. My car's been and tagged. Again, very rowdy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we yeah, were, like, again, just like we got loud. Us. Yeah. yeah, we were crazy. But they seemed to to not hate their lives. Yeah. At yeah. Least. Especially at the Airbnb. They seemed to like open up and they were like being Rowdy with us, kind of. Very awesome meeting them. Yeah, they, they were awesome. They might even come to Nerdfest. <gasps> Ooh, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah, because they live in Ohio, so it's not far from Michigan. Yep, yep. It was awesome. So they were great. Uh, Amanda and Wally, if you're listening to this, so you're fun. not. It was really fun hanging out with it you. Was. Just kidding. You might be. Um, getting to that, wandering around, take. Oh yeah, forcing uh, Amanda to take a picture with Tom Vassell was fun. That's great. Oh, that great. was good she stuff. Was so nervous. Yep, she didn't want to. Oh and wait, did it the anyway, very so first th- person that we saw, because like we were on the lookout for a lot of people that we were gonna you know, meet in person that we knew through Instagram. Instagram. And when we first got to the convention, we wanted to eat lunch. And so we were like heading over to the food truck. <laughs> we walked into and the vendor hall for one second. Yeah. And I immediately spotted Nelson from, from Fantasy, Fantasy and Flight. How yeah. did she do that? I, you guys did that the whole weekend. Yes, yeah, true. I, you were walking around like, and you Amanda's were like, right look, there. there's Tom Vessel. Yeah, there's, there's Amanda. There's Bonds. <laughs> there's Paul Deming. And I'm just like, you're right. <laughs> Funny thing is, everybody. I'm like talking to myself, and I'm like, "Where'd you guys go?" And you're talking to Paula Deming. I'm like, yeah. "Oh, okay." Everybody was so wearing masks, so it was more. Even, I feel like it was even more. Yeah, impressive. you saw Nelson like immediately. Oh, <laughs> I'm more impressive guy than you think I am. Of course, you too. <laughs> yes, you're right. No, it was, it was, it was definitely. Yeah, because we walked right outside. So the the door we come in is kind of across from where we would get. We would go outside for lunch, so we yeah, kind of went through trips. the vendor hall to then go outside yep. and. Yeah, the moment we walked outside, Nelly was like, like, there's Nelson. Nelson. Fantasy in some place. In there's line. Nelson. So, and then we like, show up and we're like, Nelson. And he's like, who the fuck yeah, are you guys? what are you? Because, <laughs> you know, we haven't seen each other's face a ton, right? right? But yeah. we like, yeah. so we were like. Nelly oh, apparently stalks him enough to know that. Took a picture with him. No, yeah. I think yes. it was like that morning we, were, we knew he was going there. And we were like, I wonder what he looks like. And we looked, I knew what he looked like. And we, I remember we, that morning we looked up a picture of him on his Instagram. 
And so I like I had on his social security what it looked card. like in my head, like <laughs> on his passport. <laughs> yeah, I put a tracking device on. <laughs> Good to see it. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. We didn't. We didn't. Unfortunately, see him a ton. It, we just did not connect because we, mm-hmm. we we go as a big group. We kind of do our own thing where we just kind of roam the vendor hall and kind of yeah. you know do so our really do our thing that way. And and he was doing a lot of that too. But all the times where you know he would like stop and play games because he hung out a lot with Evan and Alex from being friends who yes. we also met, which was great. Yeah. But we did go to a meetup, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, the three of us did, and we got to at least connect with Nelson a little more. Yes, there that was cool. So it was very awesome to meet him, Paula Deming, Bonzinator, we Chris from the Charity Board Gamer, uh, like you said, Nelson from Francis Flights, Evan and Alex from Being Friends, Lydia, all the worlds of stage, uh, and so many more people whose names escape me at the moment that we met from social media, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jeff has also developed relationships with people from different game companies, and he's taken kind of like a reviewer role in the last year or so. Has it been like two years now? Yeah, maybe not that, but close. Like not that long, but close. Yeah, okay. Um, And so he set up a bunch of meetings with people. And do you want to kind of take it from there about that kind of stuff? What if away. I was just like, no. No, I don't want to. I'd no. be like, well, I can, I can fumble through it. Uh, okay, so Julia <laughs> from Good Job. From Good Job Games. games. <laughs> good Game. Good something. No, that's a different one. She, she doesn't work. Oh, she's from. Oh, she doesn't? Right. Hobby World. Hobby, Hobby World. Ah, look Hobby at me. World. <laughs> I know that's even more impressive than you initially <laughs> yeah. thought. Was. Yeah. The name was Masked, yeah. so it's even more impressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this, like Ryan said, this Gen Con was like, it was super different, right? It was 35,000 people, which is half. As, yeah. This is what they report. The vendor hall was so much smaller, but... Like Ryan said, it opened up space for that break area, which I really liked. Yeah. That was and I cool. hope that they keep that something like really that. That was really cool. And also, they, they made lunch. it... Probably too big, they but shrunk it's really it, cool. Right? So there was this actually this behind-the-curtain area almost where some publishers got to like set up sort of meeting rooms. Did you go back further than... So I know you're going to talk in a, in a yeah. second about um, Off-Duty Ninja, but did, was mm-hmm. there more than that? Or was that, was that the only spot where there was... Because they cut off space in the vendor hall on like the entire back. Yeah. And... And I wonder and why, did the they, sides. why did they do that? Here's what I think. And I talked to oh, when yeah. I met with um, Kira from who's the off duty ninja, who's just incredible. And She's cool. I, you know, I, I I had a very different experience at Gen Con. I never thought I'd be like someone to review games or that I would meet with a publisher and they would be like, you know, what games are you interested in playing and how's the channel going? It was just cool. like I was like, I'm nobody. Yeah. It was just so yeah. cool to like meet people and, and yeah. have those conversations. But what kind of what Kira was saying and a couple of people that were um, in our meeting were saying is that they shrunk it because you still got that picture of that grandiose feel of Gen Con. Yeah. So instead of just spreading feel. everything out, you could still make it look like there was a crowd in the hall when you took yeah. pictures and videos and things doesn't like that. that. Seem, doesn't that seem a little bit like... Aren't we more concerned with safety? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's a marketing picture? ploy. Yeah. Totally. Um, you know, when you spread out the amount of booths, imagine that many booths being in the entire hall. There'd be like oh, there'd be tons a block space. between each. Because even I'm with how it there was, crazy. there was I know. big blocks of space. Like those like open squares. Yeah. You know, where, like, all we took over, the picture like, in front of the dragon. Never mm-hmm. That was a huge open spot. Um, I, I just, I'm surprised I haven't heard more bitching and moaning maybe justifiably so about that like um hey why did you block it off why not just make it we could space out more if we're we're really seriously concerned about coronavirus why are you boxing us in because there's less people just because of marketing like that i don't know that was what they kind of talked about i don't know if that's necessarily true but that's a good yeah yeah. it was a good thought i was like yeah that makes some sense that that's what they want yeah i just don't 
I, if it if that's true, it just seems it seems a little irresponsible mm-hmm. given the fact that you know we're still in the midst of this worldwide pandemic. However, and before just last thing before you go on, Jeff is I was surprised at how there was really nobody that seemed to not wear masks. I, I could for mandate. Oh, yeah, I honestly mandatory. think I could like count the number of even noses I saw in the vendor hall on like one yeah, hand. It was like real people were being really, really they were taking it serious. It, yeah. yeah. Like the break room, obviously it says t- you can take your mask yeah. off. The tables were spaced far enough apart where you could that sit at a great. table with people, mm-hmm. with your own people and take your mask off. Mm-hmm. But in the vendor hall, it was all masks. I didn't all the see time. a nose. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it's not like people were even dipping it below or wearing yeah, chin wearing strap it masks yeah. or anything. It was I thought it was very, very well responsible. So the random pictures that you might see with someone like not wearing a mask. Very quickly, or they just pulled that down. was very, very, yeah. very well, few could, and far like, between. Pull it down to take a drink or eat something. Yeah. yeah, and I felt you know I was even just a little anxious about going anyway with so many people. I'm you know we yeah, haven't done that totally. in so long. And when I was there, I felt completely comfortable. Yeah, Everybody was yeah, awesome. Me too. Yeah, I agree. I mostly I felt a lot more comfortable because right before Gen Con, I found out. I read an article that like said basically if you had the vaccine and you had. COVID you're that human. you're like double protected. <laughs> you're a superhuman. So I was like, I'm good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's more impressive than you first <laughs> thought. <laughs> I am more impressive than I originally thought when I read this article. <laughs> I'm a very impressive human. And I was you didn't mask, know that. Triple, yeah. <laughs> triple impression. Yeah. Sorry. But a lot, of, a lot of the people that I talked to, publishers and other people, actually liked the small feel of it. Again, small being 35,000. They're so never really going to go back. Like, they're never going to go back to 35,000, right? If they can get 70, they're going to do 70, right? It's money. Right, exactly. But it was different enough where it kind of felt cool. You could you could legit stop at a table and look at something mm-hmm. without getting bumped, someone right hitting over, you with yeah. a backpack, oh, yeah. or Even that st- the people that bring their kids and have strollers. Yeah. Like, yes, you could actually stand and move and say, hey, I'm standing here and see somebody. You could just yeah. find 38 people that you know as you're walking around. <laughs> so that was nice to be able to walk through the vendor hall yeah. quickly. Yeah, not triggering a agoraphobe. That was nice. Like Saturday definitely felt more like normal Gen Con with like the crowd walking through the vendor hall but like friday or thursday and friday i felt like we were just like breezing through the yeah. aisleways Me too. Like, well, and even like the hallways outside of the vendor hall i'm like it's like a ghost town yeah it was yeah. like nothing which normally there's like people everywhere sitting on the floor now if you're wally amanda maybe no, no one else has been before and no, like alex nelson. and i don't think any alex and alex and evan have, have definitely never been, been. maybe nelson. but yeah it's I a think different nelson's been but um, they don't know any better. They don't know any different. So to them, this is like, wow, this is huge and, right. and it's crazy. Like, you just wait. It's, it's like, but like, this is like this. half of yeah, half a lot of booths that we wanted to see weren't even there. Too yeah, a lot of people I found there. backed out last minute. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like Julia because, from yeah. Hobby World. She mentioned to us that she was one of the only European publishers that showed up. Yeah, oh, wow. and I think that also might have freed up some of the when we see like these big spaces on the floor. That yeah, might have been oh, that was going have... to be Brotherwise, and they pulled out last. So what I found out about. Um, Hachette, Hachette, I think it's how that's pronounced, Hatchet oh, okay. Games, Hatchet, mm-hmm. they were not originally supposed to be there because we talked with our buddy Matt Goldrick who worked mm. for Quartermaster Logistics yes. and he did not know they were coming because the last manifest or whatever he had of the vendors, they were not on there. But they benefited from people dropping people out. dropping out so they got that huge booth they had a, because they might that. have the best booth there. They had a humongous booth they had a bunch of tables. 10 tables probably that demoing. That was probably the booth like that was like a normal booth at Gen Con. There's tables. Yes. People are playing games like all the time. Most other vendors at this year didn't have that. 
right? Yeah. It, they were just, you know, like you just, could yeah, kind of maybe a standing table or two. Uh, like 25th Century had a couple of standing tables that you could go to, which was which was pretty cool. I liked that. Yeah. But but they weren't Hachette wasn't supposed to be there. I also found out that Hachette are starting to acquire game companies, kind of like Asmodee. Mm. I also found out oh, Asmodee there is is basically going to be sold. Sold? Yeah, wow. they are selling the company um, for like two billion dollars. No a lot way. of money. It's a lot of two it's, billion. It's only a, a small number of billions. A lot of well, they were purchased. Damn. They Asmodee was purchased a couple of years ago by some parent company for like one point. Four I didn't billion. know games was like a Shine billion dollar company. business. Yeah, the Shinehart Wig Company bought yeah, them for like one point four billion, and so they're trying to get. I think it was one point two billion, and so they're trying, you know, get a potentially profit of eight hundred million in a couple of years. It's big. Well, they have done they a gobbled lot. up a shit yeah, ton of companies. Yeah, but even still, like, like in the grand scheme of things, the game, like board industry game is world, tiny. isn't yeah. like that big. So, like, how I can't imagine that it was like a billion dollar industry. Crazy, or it just at least one company could be worth like billions worth of much? dollars. Well, they represent like a very large portion of the. Yeah, that's true. They but so they're a bunch of they're like them. selling them okay. they're being sold nobody's yeah. bought nobody's buying yet so uh the for sale yeah, sign is up. Crew, let's pool our money <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we could buy them and there be it's be the deals like being brokered by like you know some mm-hmm. like big famous bank or something like that so yeah. that's a potential back to what you were saying a little bit the games that we had on our top five like games we're looking forward to last episode yes a lot of the those games we were looking for and they weren't at the convention because those people must have dropped out or something because they were on the list yeah, that was supposed to be sale. there and they weren't yeah. there and so there were several that we couldn't even check out because they check didn't it out. show up check it out yeah it was a bummer yeah right, in that we let jeff that get back to what yep, sorry jeff go ahead <laughs> okay a couple shout outs let's do it kira being the first one kira kira loved having this little kind of it's like a private area, like a little booth. She could set yeah. up some of the games. Yeah, that was, was like, cool. I would have never known. It was kind of neat. Was, I, would have never I don't know. I had to ask have. someone. It was I'm like, like, it was like an optical illusion. Where is MR for? And I'm trying to figure I'm like, what does MR mean? Is it magic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, we're what trying the to think. And they're like, oh, that's meeting room. I'm like, oh, damn, that makes is. sense. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> and all the publishers over there, there was only about five or six, like in that small area, loved having that little booth to like meet with people and just to like kind of escape the. You know, like that, quiet, that area. There's no crowd. Yeah. And Kira was like amazing and so nice and, you know, was generous enough to give me a couple games and to play with my students. And just, I'm super excited about playing like Atlantis Rising. Oh, I'll probably pick cool. it on Monday for game night. That's cool. Um, we were able to meet maybe like one of the nicest humans on the planet, Julia, oh, at Julia Hobby was World. So she was cool. so nice. So I, Julia was candy. working her, the booth. Okay. So she didn't really have time to go like meet somewhere. So we didn't go to the booth. So we went to the Hobby World booth. Which was selling. If you don't know Hobby World, Hobby World was is the original publisher of Furnace, Good. who then sold those rights to Arcane Wonders. And but then you could buy Furnace at both booths if you wanted yeah. to. They had a couple yeah. new games. They had Dubious is coming out very soon. It's kind of like a cool social deduction game. But we got there, and Julia is our Russian comrade who we've talked about in the past. That's right. And very nice to meet. She was so kind. She and was. just seemed amazing. so genuinely amazing, and she seemed like she actually wanted to meet us. Yeah, she yeah. seemed like happy to like talk to us. Like she didn't seem like, oh, okay, so it's five o'clock. I got the game casters here. Okay, so hi guys. Right, and she wasn't yeah. acting Here's like, yeah. like this is a professional meeting or anything. She was just like, yeah, I felt that horribly unprofessional. Yeah, I felt that with Kira. Like being yeah. like all business yes. or anything. It was very cool. Was I felt awesome. that with Kira, and I felt that with. With Julia, we're just like she brought us chocolate from Russia. Yeah, oh, we got yeah, Russian we chocolate. Got, oh yeah, mine's I was the best. Give you one of mine because I know you like it the best. Mine's this is the mine's, best mine's one. The best. I like mine the best. No. Both of yours is the best. Mine's third. 
<laughs> I thought yours. I I'll had yours first, it. and I was like, "This is incredible." And the other well, two were better. His, and then I, this was everyone just I ate peanut butter. Oh, it didn't yeah. have any straight wafer. up no it wafers, wafers, no wafer. crunch, no nothing. Yeah, mine was I the wafery. Mine was a wafery one. Yeah. He didn't like it as much. Well, I mean, we're taking it personally, but she literally was just like, uh, "Here you go." Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> it was super generous. She gave us pins. She gave us um, Russian chocolates. And right. She was just it was really just so nice to talk to, and we all of us like left that booth after talking to her like. Like felt like like we were like we left and I was like this is my favorite thing we've yeah. done so far we just, yeah we're so it's happy like, to a person I felt yeah. like oh my heart got bigger it was just yeah. like yeah, a night it was like, a wonderful was meeting it's a medical condition so like that was such a cool it was both on Friday I got to meet Kira on Friday I got to meet Julia on Friday um, I got to meet and run into Chad at 25th Century Games who mm-hmm. uh, Chris Charity Board Gamer is working at 25th Century yes. Games yep. and I've met Chad um, just birds. through email and stuff like that and that was really cool to talk to him he gave us a cool pin yep. um, he kind of like got to show us some like games that we're actually going to talk about today so he was like so generous and then we had a an interesting meeting on Saturday yeah you're going to talk about Maggie I right I will but you can okay. go ahead and um, talk about too. Justin huh I think a lot of people have been asking you about they have, yeah. That. People are interested to know. But yeah. yeah, you can go ahead so and talk about it. So we had an interesting meeting with Justin Gary. Justin Gary. Justin Gary is the, I don't know, CEO and founder of Stoneblade Games. Okay? Justin Gary's name is also on the Ascension box. He is so the if you're like, of Ascension. Who's that guy? That looks familiar. He's all over Ascension. So that's his cash cow. That's his cash cow. That's it. That's it. Um, and he's done some other stuff, including, which we found out we were there, Night of the Ninja. Night of the Ninja. Which we loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. that so, was fun. Um, that too. Yeah, you just... Crazy. Doing things. So I got, I basically signed up to meet him. Okay. And he sends me an email back. He says, we're going to meet in the, was it the Hyatt? I don't remember. It was one of the hotels that are It was the Hyatt. Yeah. The Hyatt. Okay. And it was like Hyatt, you know, room 1023, whatever it was. And we kind of thought that was like a meeting room. Yeah. Like room. So we go, I go to like the the lobby, the, what's this person called? The front lobby. The concierge? The the woman working the desk. (laughs) And I was like, listen, nice woman. Can you tell us where 10, yeah, 10, 23 is? And she's like, yeah, it's it's upstairs on floor 10. It's a room. We're like, holy shit, we're going to like a room? Like, yeah, like, and then we're like, hotel. all right, well, we're dead. No, maybe we don't. Yeah, right? maybe we just don't do and this. And in my head, I'm like, all right, there's three of us. There's, there's only one Justin Gary. Yeah, like, I know he's, he's probably stronger he's than us, and but tanned. the three of us can take him, maybe. <laughs> we got him. So we go there, and we like, it's also like kind of around a bend. I can scream really loud. And we, yeah. <laughs> we're close to the elevator. Yeah. They'll hear us. Yeah. So we like turn around the bend, and the door is kind of like cracked open. And I'm like, okay, well, this is yeah. normal. So... We knock on the door and he like opens it up and is like super nice. He we was did, just like, hello. We did, yeah. well, we did find out we later like that it wasn't. We back far from the yeah, door. Yeah. Like, just we like knock and run away. I was kind of like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Let somebody hear me. Yeah. <laughs> so he, we did find out later that wasn't like his room he was sleeping in. He had like an, a, an adjoining room adjoining when this room. was kind of be set up. Yeah. It. <laughs> it was just like. He had so all he, these games set up. Yeah. He brought us in so. and there was like. Um, the Ascension 10th, 10th anniversary was set up. There was his his brand new game that is on Kickstarter now. I think there's about a week left, maybe a little less. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, it's called Soul Forge Fusion. S-O-L, like the sun. And he kept telling us it was like if Magic and Key Forge had a baby, right? Was that his? Yes. And it looks sweet. It looks really cool. It looks really, if you are into those type of games. If you are Evan from Being Friends, you are going to buy You need to buy it. (laughs) If you loved Key Forge, or even if you thought, I think this is a major improvement on Key Forge. I think. Yeah, it's got like Um, a two deck system. So Key Forge, you would get the, you would buy a deck. one. And it's just, it's like a fully functioning deck, right? But it's random. And so there was like, this deck could be weaker than this deck. This could mm-hmm. be stronger than this deck. Uh, this one, you buy, I think you buy t- you, you buy a deck. You buy two decks, maybe. You you put them together. So it's kind of like 
Smash Up in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you know, uh, two different decks, and somehow algorithmically they are synergized and balanced. Yeah, and amazingly with was with some super us the technology technicalities of it all. And I, we were yeah. just kind of smiling and nodding. I just remember and, he said something like, about like there's yeah. more combinations than like atoms in the universe or yeah, something. It was crazy. Yeah, some some ridiculousness <laughs> like that. But it seemed cool. It, it definitely gave me a a, a keyforge feel. Yeah. yeah, same. Even just looking at it, like it had the mat like keyforge with you lay out the yeah cards right in the in same way. Yeah. So again, Evan from being friends. Yeah, you need you're, yes. you gotta get this, buddy. Or if you're just like if you're a magic person looking to get into different type. <laughs> Yeah, magic. You're magic. Like a wizard? Illusions. <laughs> you don't have time for my illusion. If you're a wizard and Fireball. you're just like <laughs> If you're I a mage, you're a wizard. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, look cool. That's called Soul Forge yeah. Fusion. He also showed us Ascension Tactics. Oh, man. Does that oh, look yeah. cool? And we, I feel like we kind of made fools of ourselves. We're like, when's this going to Kickstarter? Yeah. He's like, a year ago. He's like, it already happened. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. damn it. Oh, we know. We're in yeah. the we're like, industry. So we'll just take this one. Wait, was but, Soul yeah. Forge the one that was like gonna end soon yes yeah. so there's like a, a handful oh, okay. of days left yeah. so if you're listening to this when it comes out or within the you can you can go back it yeah but this ascension tactics was like ascension mini like the minis game <sighs> looks where so cool. you were you were like fighting against these monsters and you could then summon the monsters into your it was just looks yeah, so, so like when awesome the monsters come out in the middle row you, you get like a you gotta fight it yeah like you're actually fighting it yeah. It's, it seemed really sweet yeah it did it seem did really cool. also what seemed cool he's doing this ascension big box Right, that because you know if you know anything about Ascension, there's a thousand of them. Yeah. There's even so like Jeff said when we walked into the hotel room, there was the uh, 10th anniversary, which is essentially Chronicles of the Godslayer, which is the first Ascension. Then when you, you when you keep going in the room, yeah, <laughs> you know there's Soul Forge set up to your right. To your left, there was the new standalone Ascension. You know, it was like pirate expansion game. Yeah, yeah. Like a pirate themed one. Where it's the new Ascension of which there's like 10,000 of them. Then when you go further, there's the uh, Ascension Tactics, and then behind that he had this big box there, and it was the big box that just holds all the Ascension stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything Ascension, this big box holds. But the cool thing was, the top of the box lid was magnet magnetized, and then when you flip it over, it's the board. Oh yeah, that was, that cool. was so that cool. was so Actually, freaking. We have a video awesome. of him talking about that, and then showing. The box the lid, yeah. and we, yeah. we need to post that on Instagram. Yeah, we'll post that for everybody to see because it is very cool. It's cool. It I can't believe cool, nobody ever cool thought of experience. that before. That's like that might have yeah. been my favorite. That might have been my moment. Yes, he of was Gen so. That was it was kind. so nice. He was so cool. Like he again, he was just another. Person. It was weird. He, he opened the door in his robe, didn't you think? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. I mean, he didn't know. <laughs> Half like, open, I'm, but it was fine. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. So yeah, toned it. We kind of felt. I when we walked in there, I kind of almost felt like like. Like we were like the press, you know, for him. Yeah, you know, he well, like, we, like, we like does he we're know we're like kind of like nobody podcast, but like he didn't we're care. We're everybody podcast. Yeah. He didn't care. He's like any. We're much more impressive than you initially awesome. think. He's like talking to us, like you know, he, please share this information and. I don't know. It yeah, was, it, was it was like awesome. a different experience. I was like, wow, I feel like well, important. And I, I learned some things. He's got this like design, uh, course. Yeah, you know which I which I thought he's got this book, very cool a book or two out on design and yeah. so I'm gonna look into that for sure. He definitely seemed very knowledgeable. It was awesome. Which can I lead into the? Or do you have something? I want to give I want to give two more sure. shout okay. outs. One for so before you talk about Maggie, Maggie was awesome, amazing. I just wanted to say thank you for meeting me. She's not listening. <laughs> if she plans on listening, we'll force her to. Maggie, Kira, uh, Justin. Chad, it was Julia. just so Julia. It was just so cool meeting everybody, and then I also got to meet Rachel. Um, Rachel Sorry, at <laughs> I got Don't so about her. Um, Rachel. Yeah. 
originally, originally, so worked at Resonum Games, and she was the first person to ever reach out to me and send me a review game. She sent me Mechanica. Right. I remember and it was like the first time where I was like, holy shit, I could do something like this. Yeah. And I was like, so shit, I kind and so nice. And I've like kept talking to her and she has recently moved to working at CGE and she's just doing like Twitch streaming, social media stuff at CGE. And I went up to the CGE room looking for her and yeah, I was we like, damn, she's not there. And Saturday and we were debating so whether like or not. We were trying to find her the whole damn time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we, you know, she's not there. And then for some grace of God or grace of the charity board gamer, <laughs> yeah. Rachel was there at this meetup and I finally got to meet her and it was just such a cool yeah, she was awesome. Time to like nice. talk to her and finally see her and just thank her for kind of putting me on the path of like reviewing and, and yeah. having the opportunity to meet all these cool people at at this big convention. Yeah. So yeah. she was amazing. And we forced her to meet Paula Deming. We forced her to go over and meet Paula Deming. She has we sent her the video and she Did was she like, watch it? Oh yeah, she yeah. like loved it and she's like, This is amazing. And because uh, <laughs> she didn't really want to go over to Paula Deming because she was like too nervous, but Forced we were all cheering like, her on. No, go, you're doing it. And just like Amanda and Tom Vassal, like they're just people. Go meet them. They're just people. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was very funny, cool. Like meeting all these people that we've like only talked to online, you know, you'd you'd think like in person that it would be like awkward and weird. Yeah. And I felt like it wasn't. I felt like we knew them. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like when we met, I specifically remember thinking that about meeting Evan. Like I met, I like shook Evan's hand and we're like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, I, "This feels familiar." Yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I we've know talked you. to him on video. You right. know, I've had him on the him show. A bunch of times, we, you feel like we you talk know, all the it's time. It's kind of like with like Ben and Emily from Day Night Dice. The first time we ever met them, it's like you felt like you've already know them. You've been in their house because of their stories. That one was w- more weird to me because of the setting. Yeah, we were yeah. In their because home. we're like, yeah, this we're is not where like, I yeah. see this. Online this is where all day the time. night happens. Yeah, this is like their studio. It's a real house. But I just mean like you already feel like you know these people. So when you meet them, you're just like, hey, like your old friends, even though you've literally never met them before. So we've talked very briefly about this meetup that the charity board gamer hosted in it was basically just in the um the exhibit hall yeah uh, there's like, an, the open, there was like an open area gaming area with a yeah. bunch of tables and so he just had a bunch of tables kind of like i don't know if he just like grouped uh, he probably didn't like reserve them i'm guessing know. he just got there early and was like He's okay we're gonna out take other this people. table this table this table <laughs> yeah but so we got there's a lot of people there we got that's where we ran into matt goldrick uh, a good buddy of ours yeah. um yeah, I've known him for a bunch of years, you know, from Quartermaster Logistics. We met Bonzinator, which is a streamer who um, yelled at Ryan, yelled at me. Yeah, we yeah. played a game with her, and we played a game with <laughs> yeah. Paul Deming's husband. Same game, but yes, yeah. yes, played it. Yep, Lawson, yep. who was so funny, so yeah, awesome. that was a really cool. That was a really cool time. Um, we met uh, Justin Jaybird, the Word. Yep. Yeah, he taught us that game. That we yep, made. that Correctly. was really fun. Yeah, him <laughs> and Bonds kind of dual taught us. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she found out she taught it a little wrong the first time, and he set her straight. And then we again we got to we got to that's where we met uh, Evan and Alex from being friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where we met up with Rachel. Uh, Paula Deming was there too. Yep. A bunch yeah. of other people. Very cool. Were there? A bunch some, of publishers there. Some des- first time designers yep. were there hanging out. It was just a really cool experience. It was really fun. It was cool. It was cool that he put that together. Yeah. Thanks. Chris for doing that. That was cool. I think he's doing it at Origins too, which is, is that happening now? Is that this weekend? this week? I think it's next weekend. Is it next weekend? I don't think it's the weekend after. I thought it was like two weekends after. Yeah. That's cool. 
Uh, one of the meetings Jeff set up was, uh, he talked about a minute ago, was with Maggie from Greater Than Games. If you listened to the last episode, you may have heard me mention that I was going to be pitching my game to her. Jeff set that up for me, and I did, and here's what happened. They said no. So then we went back to the hall and got a demo of our travels, and I ended up purchasing it. And <laughs> So we met Maggie at a table in the lobby of the Marriott Hotel, one of the Many Marriott One hotels. The, Marriotts, the JW oh or the Courtyard. All these hotels there. that were connected to Three different Marriott's. Like, we're in the Marriott. All these like, hotels oh were so nice, too. Like, we were sitting, I was sitting in the, um, like lobby, the lobby area yeah. with like all these super nice couches there's like fireplaces and stuff very cool and a lot yeah. of there was a lot of like gaming events going on in yeah. the hotels we we almost felt ripped off we're like wait a minute we didn't know this yeah. was happening yeah. I think it was mostly RPG stuff but it was still it was still really cool yeah. to see the convention takes over all the adjoining mm-hmm. hotels so we met with her at the at the Marriott uh, adjacent to the convention center where real business gets done and I nervously <laughs> went through a little pitch of the game uh, the samurai Maggie listened and after I was through told me very quickly that they were going to pass uh, and the reason that they were going to pass she said was simply because they were looking for something either super super light or super super heavy and the samurai is exists more into the medium which is like in the middle of those two things they were looking for um, so not what they were looking for however the meeting did not end there and uh, Maggie who Jeff already said is awesome, is awesome, then gave me a ton of, of feedback and advice for my next go-round at pitching. Uh, she said I did a great job. My sell sheet had all the information on it that they wanted. She liked my presentation, liked the show. Liked she the even show. mentioned a few other publishers who she knew were possibly looking for something in the weight class that my game was that she didn't have to say that or say that. like She's like, you know, next time I talk to Jeff, I'll send him some contact information for publishers that you can reach out to. And they weren't companies that she was even affiliated with she just was like i think i know this company might be looking for this Mm -hmm. so we'll get you some information so that was that felt really cool um she talked about a few other things that i hadn't considered like the theme the theme of the game is set in japan as it revolves around the story of akira kurosawa's seven samurai and she kind of coached me she was like you know just so you know if, if you're not interested in changing the theme just be prepared to answer questions about why you chose it as publishers need to be very careful about you know potentiality of cultural appropriation as I I'm not a member of the culture of the game I'm portraying I didn't even think about that right you know what I mean I was it's like, a great point oh, I didn't yeah, think about it either I, I, oh yeah. I guess that makes sense people could say like oh what's this what's this white guy doing you yeah. know making a game about Japanese people who he doesn't know anything about you know so um, it was just a very interesting thing that she you know she wasn't saying like change the theme you can't do this no. she was just like be mindful in future meetings, you'll probably be asked about this, about why you chose that theme. Yeah. You know, she's like, I know, and I'm sure you know, you know, you've been developing the game for many years, so, you know, this was, it's a little different. Times are a little different now. Um, She also told me about the artwork. I've had my cousin working on the art for a few years, something I've been very proud of because it's amazing artwork. But she was just like, if you're going to go the route of uh, pitching this to a publisher and selling your game, she's like, they're just going to scrap your artwork. That's just the way it goes. They're going to, they're not going to take your artwork into account. Because uh, they want, it's their company. They want, they're going to buy your game and put their stamp on it. Which, again, I was like, of course. Of yeah. course. She's like, if you're going to self-publish, sense. you know, go with this artwork. It's, it's beautiful. Like, she was liked it. She's like, but, you know, if you're really serious about selling your game to a company, stop paying this person. You know, yeah. To, yeah, she's like, save yeah. your time, yeah. save your resources. Save your time, save your money. Don't, like, she, again, stuff that she just, she didn't yeah, have to say that. that you know, it was really so nice. Cool. Um Let's see, let's see, let's see. She told me, yeah, she's not, she was like 99% sure they were, they were just going to scrap it, you know. Um, overall, it was a really informative conversation, and I was very thankful for it. 
Um, and I thank Jeff for setting it up for me. No uh, problem. Because she, she, she could have just been like, we're going to pass. Good yeah, luck. she can be like, no, see you yeah, later. Like, I had good another luck. meeting. Yeah, it was, uh, there was did. 25 minutes of really positive mindset, like growth mindset advice for you, I think. Yeah, like I didn't feel like she was like, okay, this is not ready. You know, right. you're di- like, uh, it had nothing to do with I don't your like, game. it didn't seem like it had yeah. anything to do with the game itself. She was just like, well, we're personally not interested. I almost felt like she knew. You know, like, well, we're probably unless it's super, super light or super, super heavy. I'm going to tell him no. But I, I almost felt like she, she came there for me to like, I'm going to coach him. Mm-hmm. This is his first yeah. time pitching because that was my first time pitching. Yeah, you know, I just pitched it. Me and Jeff were just kind of right there. Jeff watched me pitch it, and I kind of like just fumbled through the. You know, here's what I'm doing. Um, she had like two things to say that were just like, okay, um, you know, I would question this first off, just as what people might say. You know, if, obviously you, you're the designer, so you know what balances and what's not. Um, but, you know, uh, the artwork, this, the theme, that, and then here's, you know, she like coached me on my sell sheet. She's like, I can tell you spent a ton of time on this sell sheet and it's great. It looks really awesome. She's like, but, you know, going forward, you don't need to. It doesn't need to be laminated. You know, you just get it, print off a piece of paper. The information you have on it is great. You don't need all the artwork. You know, I mean, it's whatever. I have it all now. Yeah. So it's, I'll just right. use it now. Yeah. But I think she's because like going forward, you know, if you pitch any other games, just keep in mind that you don't have to spend She's like, I'm not looking for you. Oh, here's one thing I wanted to say that she said that I loved. One thing I'm worried, I, I'm, I was worried about, and I am, I've, I've been worried about pitching the game and stuff like that. Is are my numbers correct? Yeah, yeah. it's hard is for it me because I'm not a, I'm not a scoring, numbers guy, right. right? Like, is this, is this resource costed appropriately for what it does? Yeah. And she, without me saying that, she mentioned she was like, look, I'm not looking for a game that you pitch to me to be balanced. I'm just, she's like, you're the designer. All the designers that pitch the games, their games aren't balanced. They're just, yeah. you know, they think because they, yeah. they're the designers. They're not the numbers people. Right. We do that. We yeah. take the game and develop it based on your design. That is very good information. And when she said that, know. I was like, oh, yeah. I guess if you did it, it on your so own, like Kickstarter, off. you'd she, have to, right? Yeah. But, she basically well, said she brings it to like a yeah. team. That's she brings part. it to yeah. a team and they, and they go break this game. Yeah, break the game. Here you go, break the game, which was is what you want from. Play testers. The hardest part about, and that's that's one of the main reasons I wanted to sell my game to a publisher is because nobody will play it. You know, it's just that's just how it is. People just don't want to play it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to just be like, can I? Can you just play test my game and then you know they'll play it maybe one time and then you know what I mean? It's just yeah. people just don't do that. But if you're if you bring it to a company, they have a team of play testers. Yeah, right, that's they'll their give job. It to, and that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, overall, like I said, great experience. I cannot wait. I'm actually excited to for her to you know. Reach out with more, um, with more publishers for me to go after yeah. because yeah. the monkey's off my back now, and I feel like okay, I can I can handle yeah. another meeting now. It kind of little little fire, right? A little bit like yeah. let's do this. Yeah, like okay, this is this was a good meeting. Yeah. You know, she I was nervous that she was going to be like, "What are you doing here? This game's not yeah. cool." But no, she it was didn't so say any cool of that. that you know? She took the time to like to like kind of guide you through the process and give you advice and. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so nice. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts on, on Gen Con you want to talk about? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, do I? Well, I guess oh, boy. Some of the boy, games we're going to like talk about later. We went to an escape room that was really fun. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good escape room. It was like the a escape room was, was, pretty, was very solid. Yeah. Yeah, it was a solid escape room. It was solid. <laughs> Why'd she say it like that? She's making fun of you? It was a solid escape room. That's what you, <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I kind of was. That's fine. That's okay. I kind of wanted to mention... It. Our Airbnb was so awesome. Oh, it, it was like Airbnb. super like trendy and cool looking and it had a horse shower. <laughs> it did. 
it had a sign on the wall that said "Get naked." Yeah, it was like this the horse big, shower is just a large shower. It had a like horse a shower bathroom. and it had a birdcage. It wasn't like outside. I don't know how you would have yeah. got the horse up the stairs, but <laughs> right, that's if you true. could get the horse up the stairs, well, that's like, true. <laughs> It was like, like this big bath shower for horses. Well, it was just like of on, Jeff, it was just idiot. like oh, totally open with like a glass wall. Like it was like really long. That I call I kept yeah. calling it a horse shower because it was. But it was not like long. enclosed at all, except for like one glass wall. That was the one thing I didn't like. And about it felt it. like we were. You're just like taking a shower in the middle of a giant room. <laughs> it was weird. It just didn't. It didn't get warm. Because typically when the shower is more enclosed, the steam is locked yeah, in and yeah, it keeps you warm. But it did not happen. So it was freezing in there. But I told you to get naked and I listened. And there was a birdcage in the living room. Um, another thing I wanted to <laughs> mention was... She don't care. I know. <laughs> what? Another that was like thing the I best wanted, chair. The one thing I wanted to mention was... I found this to be really funny. So on Sunday, there was a football game at lucas oil stadium so like gen con it normally has like some stuff going on in lucas oil and it didn't this year because football season had started and which is why i think they had the open gaming room in that exhibit hall yeah and, and that was typically for oh lucas that's oil. right okay so they <laughs> they had we saw this article that basically was like the away team who played on sunday mm-hmm. they couldn't stay at any of the nearby hotels <laughs> all, because they were all booked because yeah. of gen con and so they had to stay uh-huh. like far away and there was like this article written silly, about yeah. it silly sports team <laughs> nerd stuff cancel silly football. sports ball what do you think about that <laughs> it, was, it was like cracked me up they're probably like oh a bunch of nerds are in nerds, town freaks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these basement dwelling fucks <laughs> i'm just trying to play football god <laughs> i have something these stupid dweebs yeah what happened i did uh, something on saturday what happened on saturday jeff so on well let's go back on friday what on friday <laughs> i was able to finally meet uh lydia so lydia we Waymire saw her from i saw oh, her yeah. Yeah. thursday was it, it was probably two seconds after natalie saw right, nelson it was she walked right by us we were in line getting island noodles oh Duh. we're outside where we mostly yeah. are yeah. <laughs> we're not in the vendor hall, we're in line. If we're not in the vendor hall, we're eating island yeah. noodles. Yep, Those are the two things we do at Gen yeah. Con. Yeah, she like walked right by and it was like there's that Dane Cook sketch where the guy gets hit by the car and Dane Cook's like, it happened so fast, all I could get out was ah yeah. or something like that. And I felt like that's what happened. Like she passed us and by the time she was like walked past us, my brain was like, That was Lydia. Well, yeah. And well, now she she's too far away to, now she she's too far away to hair. scream at. Yeah. Yeah, she had bright blue hair. Right. I'm sorry. So go ahead. So she we met up on Friday. So it was the first time I got to like see her in person. And she was buying a bunch of games for her students. And it was just really incredible to see her. You know, she's been like an inspiration for me of how to like incorporate board games in the classroom and the the benefits that she brings to her room are like unmatched. So it was cool to just meet her. And I knew she was presenting on Saturday. She was another one I felt like when we met her, I felt like we already met her. Yeah. It, same I felt like same we thing. Knew her. Yeah, I've had totally. so many like like yeah, especially you. You've seen her Skype face to face conversations on, on with Skype. her and, and phone conversations with her about, you know, this kind of stuff. And she she was presenting on Saturday at twelve o'clock and I wasn't able to go because I didn't have a trade day badge. And I was talking to her. I was right. like, I don't know if I can go right. and see it because I don't know that she's like, I'll go get you one. She's like, I presented yesterday at the, I know D- the president. Of yeah, Con. she's like, I presented it. yesterday at the D the DEI uh, presentation for like diversity, uh, equity and inclusion. And um, the president of Gen Con was there and he asked me to have whatever. So she's like, I'll get you something. OK, cool. And then that led to basically you're going to be presenting with me. Yeah, I'm like, by oh, the way, OK, I want you to talk. By the way, you're going to come up Lots here. I have a slide for you. You're going to come up here and, <laughs> and have a conversation with me and talk about it. So I 
suppressed any anxiety and i was like okay well let's yeah. just what do, you do, do that so on saturday yeah <laughs> <laughs> on saturday the three of us went to because yeah, she, got she was also too. like you know bring the game casters we'll call them press and they'll, yeah, you're they'll the press. yeah so she uh, met us out in the lobby of another hotel some other marriott hotel yep. that we went to yep right we played two games that were both kind of fun so we'll talk about the two games first we played a game called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Taco Cat Goat, goat Cheese Pizza. pizza. Taco Cat. <laughs> That's how she told us to remember pizza. it. Yeah. And that game is super funny. So if you're looking to play it that, it's funny. basically you start with like a small deck of cards and you say those words in that order. Taco so cat. when I flip a card over, I'm going to say taco. No matter what's on no the card. No matter what. Even I just card flip cat. and I say taco. And then Ryan flips and says, I'm like looking at it. Cat, go. go. Order, yeah. And then as soon as the word you say matches the card that's flipped or anybody, everybody tries to smack it. And if you're the last one to touch the you cards, you put them in your right. your yeah. stack of cards. Yeah. And then you try to run out of your cards the fastest. Right. It's like a super fun game. I already bought it. I went to oh, RW and bought oh, it because cool. my it's kids like are going to love it. Yeah, my kids are going to love it. They're just going to play it over and over and over again. And then we played a game called Flip Flap Flip Flap Flap Jack Flip Out. No, flip out. Yeah, flip out. Flip out. Flap jack, flip out. Flam it. Did you just say flam it? Flam it. It's Thanos and Dammit combined. What? Wait, I just want to say something real quick about flap jack, taco, cat, goat cheese pizza. I posted a video of us playing that on my like personal Instagram. Yep. And like several people like messaged me who are not game people, just people I know in life who are like, that's my favorite game. And I'm like, I've never even heard this game. I think you can get it at Target maybe. Yeah, I think it's a Target game. I think that's a why. That's a why. I think that's a why. You can get it at the Target. Yeah, flip flop. So we played flapjack, flapjack, flip flip out. out. And it's basically, there's a bunch of face down pancakes. (laughs) They're like tiny circle cardboard pancakes. Everyone has like a ping pong paddle looking flipper. It's like, you know what it's like? The paddle. It's like those, one of those things you got when you were a kid that had the the ball string string attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. Except there's no string and ball. And then what you do is you flip over an order and the order says what kind of pancake. And you have to take the pancakes, which are all face down, put them on your flipper flopper and you flip them and then you catch it (laughs) and then you want to catch it. Right side right up. Right side up. So you see what the pancake was and like you try to collect so what you like an, One of them is like an apple pancake. One of them is like a cinnamon pancake. The order might say you want an apple cinnamon pancake. So you got to get those two. Yeah. Yep. And it just ended up with pancakes flip flying oh, yeah. around that lobby. I could like not flip nobody's that business. pancake. There's a video of Natalie. I just happened to take a picture and Natalie's throwing the pancake directly onto Lydia's hair. It was, <laughs> it was like, hilarious. Ah! It was just... Those two games were really funny. fun. It really broke the ice of going in the room and presenting. Yeah. Probably, and probably Lydia had this amazing presentation nerves. of board games in the classroom and how to incorporate it and inclusion. And I then, you know, awkwardly stood up and wandered up there and talked about how I've incorporated some <laughs> board games in the classroom, how we've done board games across the country together. And it was just a very cool experience. Again, this is this Gen Con I experienced a lot more than I ever thought I would. And just it was such a different Gen Very Con for me, yeah. but also incredible. You it guys was, did a really yeah. good job. You did a great job. Ryan and I, like, we're not like educators or anything, but we were sitting there and we were very interested. I teach games. I'm an educator. Yeah. <laughs> but we were very interested in the topic. We thought you guys did a great job. Like, it, was great. it was so cool seeing all, there was like, Probably like thirty people yeah. in there, the participation and they was, were like all participating yeah, and had cool. questions, but, yeah. and it was just it was very cool. We were very impressed. It was Thanks. impressive. It was very it, yeah. You wouldn't have known that you just hobbled it together two seconds. Before. <laughs> you would have known that she just I, asked I you did. To she did the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was you very cool. Have, so I, I thank her, and it was just awesome meeting her. And it was great meeting her. Yeah, yeah cool. she was really fun. It was fun playing flop, uh, flip. 
flip flapjack flap out flap flapjack flipper flapper flapjack no flip is it flip out flapjack flip out flap I really thought it started with a flopper. Yeah, you thought it was a flopper. I thought it was Natalie flopper. thought there was I a hole. I knew flapjack right away. Natalie was like, Natalie was like, flapjack flop hole. Yeah, flip flap flopper hole. There's a hole in there somewhere. You're like shaking your head like, oh my god, I can't oh, believe you thought it was so flip dumb. flop. No, it's it was not flip hole. It wasn't that I couldn't believe you thought For it was flip flop. It was that you said flip. You guessed flip flop like fifteen times, and we said no every time, every time and you still were guessing it. It felt different every time I said it, and right every time I said it. I was like, oh, it's flapjack flip flop. Flapjack flip flop. Is it is flip flip flip, flip, flip flip I got it. Flapjack flip flop. Flopper's flopper flap floop. <laughs> <laughs> flap on. Flap <laughs> off. Flap on. Flap off. The flapper. Yeah, so that was Gen Con. I know it was kind of a long debrief, but who but cares? We had a, a it. lot it's of our fun. show. We can do it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, turn the camera. <laughs> you have to turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Banter can be longer. Who cares? So we bought a bunch of games as well. There's uh, Gen Con is usually the event of the year where I stockpile. A ton of games at once. Yeah. This year, uh, it wasn't only the um, convention that was 40% downgraded. Also, my gaming acquisitions were yeah, about 40% reduced. Sure. I came home with me about too. 40% of what I normally come home with. Uh, normally, <laughs> it's a haul that makes me a bit embarrassed after the high of the convention has calmed down. You know, <laughs> This year was different. This year, I kept it's it to a manageable <laughs> 10 or so games in total. And we played a few of them. Want to hear about it? Here we go. We played a game that I'd first like to talk about called Juicy Fruits. It was on my most anticipated list from the last episode. We've all had a chance to play this one now, so I'll give a super quick run-through of how it plays, and we can just skip to the part where I cream all over the game, leaving more time oh, for cleanup. Gross. Geez. So Juicy Aww. Fruits is a game designed by Christian <laughs> Store. Uh, there's a joke. Juicy something Juicy, there. Yeah. With what you Juicy just said. Gross. Yucky. Juicy Gross. Uh, Juicy Chris, Gross. Christian Store is the designer of this game. Also designed another popular game you guys might remember and enjoy called Pictures. Oh. Really? Yes. What's really? this guy trying to do? Win more uh, spiel I guess so. But it's a game designed by him <laughs> about growing delicious fruits and selling them to score points and adding businesses to your growing island. Each player has their own player board in front of them with five tiles of fruits arranged in like a number five pips on a dice pattern on it. Mm -hmm. Surrounding the board are ship tiles that have different combinations of fruits on them uh, that you want to supply throughout the game to score points. The way you collect fruits is uh, you simply take one of the fruit tiles on your board and slide it in a straight line until it hits another tile or the edge of the board. The number of spaces you have just slid it yeah. is the number of that fruit that you collect. So if I slide my banana, I mean my banana tile, if I Ooh, slide hey my banana tile two spaces to the right, being stopped by the pomegranate tile that's already there, then I collect two bananas. After you collect fruit by moving a tile, you can then either spend the fruit you have to supply a ship token getting points if you do that you remove the ship token from your player board and score the amount of points on it but that also reveals another space on your player board that you can now move fruit onto so as the game goes on you can kind of set yourself up for turns uh, where you may be collecting up to four fruit at a time which always feels super cool if you don't want to or can't supply a ship token, you can instead choose to claim a bonus tile from a shared bonus board. This board uh, also has fruit requirements on it, and once you fulfill a, require a requirement, you get to take a bonus tile. Those tiles do all sorts of different things, from just giving you straight up points to allowing you to collect fruit more efficiently, to allowing you to be able to produce ice cream and milkshakes that bring all the boys to the yard, to end, the, <laughs> <laughs> to end of game victory point conditions. It's a really cool puzzle. That's light enough to not be like too AP inducing, but heavy enough that it feels worth it. It's definitely a light medium game. The game ends uh, once many of the business when so many of the business tiles are claimed, 
And then whoever has the most victory points is the winner. So things I liked about this game. I love that sliding mechanism of the fruit tiles. I thought that was a really clever thing. It's different, but it did kind of remind me of the sliding resource mechanism of Ulm, which I loved as well. And I haven't feel I, I feel like there's games don't do that very often. Mm -hmm. um, figuring out which resources to move or which ship tiles to buy and remove to set yourself up for really cool turns was a lot of fun. The fruit resources are also freaking awesome. They're humongous. They provide a really good tactile feel. Uh, they kind of remind me of the like. The resource equivalent of the seasons dice. Yeah. Like you get regular dice and they're, they're sweet. Big. You get they're regular gigantic, components and they're cool. You they're got gigantic runs. Dice are huge. Yeah. yeah. They're like big. They're gigantic the runs. Juicy fruits ones yeah. are like, yeah, they're like gigantic runs that are like more like squared. Ugh, they're so, yeah, they look great. They, they're so, they're really, really cool. Um, you just want to handle those damn things and feel them on your little finger pads. Yeah, your finger pads. I really enjoyed the bright, colorful artwork and thought that it was the perfect theme for this weight of game, which is pretty light. Yeah. Uh, it's not a huge brain buster of a game, but it does give you more uh, to do uh, that I feel like it will see the table more often than similar games in this kind of weight class, like like a Coatl, uh, which outside of its components was just kind of dull, personally. Uh, the game has this that slide puzzle aspect, which I think is what really brings it up for the potential replayability. Um, things I didn't like. All that said, I do wish there was just a little more to it. I wish the ship tiles on your board maybe did something else other than just give you straight up points. Like, it'd be cool if they also granted you a benefit or if there were, like, tiles that had endgame scoring conditions there, like, or, like, patterns of removed tiles on your board did something. Like, that could be kind of cool. Uh, the, juice, uh, the juice factory is something that you can add, but I almost feel like that should just be part of the game. You know, that's like a variant yeah. technically in the rule book, but I don't think I would ever play without it personally. It doesn't add, it adds just the right amount to make it. Right. It just also just gives you something extra to do. A lot of times, if you don't play with the juice factory, you have turns where you literally just collect fruit and then you do nothing because mm -hmm. you're setting up. But Natalie's right. With the inclusion of the juice factory, uh, now you can take those like excess fruits that you maybe don't need for, you know, the other tiles that you're buying. Yeah. Or it could it's even a strategy to like, I need to take these so I can go that, for it. Yeah, because so. you get a bunch of points yeah. for it. Uh, overall, that's nitpicking. A lot of the stuff I negatives I have are nitpicking. I really enjoyed this game. What did you guys think? We go clockwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this game too. Like... Ryan thinks I didn't because my state of mind at the time was I was very tired and the game went very long because we were kind of chit chatting throughout the whole game. Yeah, we so were. it went longer than it should have for such a light longer than it should have for like such a light game. It's just light strategy. It's light strategy. But I did I did like Truth. this game. I agree that I think the sliding mechanism is really cool. I think thought it was interesting that there was like a lot of different options i guess or ways to play it because we all played it a little bit different yes good call and so like for example that. like my, me and my sister I don't, I don't remember about you but i played me and my there. sister like Frankie. we were both um <laughs> we Frankie. were both like Poor fulfilling Frankie. a lot of like the tiles that were on the borders of our board i did that too a lot giving yeah. us points that way but that also <laughs> allowed us to like slide our fruits even more so we could get more fruits at I once I but like kyle he like hardly got rid of any of those tiles and so like every time he was getting fruit he was very it was very contained and limited and he would only get like one or two at a time right. um 
And then like there was like an ice cream strategy. There was all these different tiles on the main board that you could get to like try to give you end game points. Right. Frankie, Frankie got one did of those. that. She, yep. she, she got a bunch was kind of like like behind us the whole time. But then she got a bunch of end game points where the rest of us didn't get any end game points. So she kind of like caught up. There's a tile. I don't know if it came out in your game, Jeff, where if you clear each side, like if you clear a side of the of the beach of all of its ship tiles you score four points okay we so, didn't have that one come up. yeah okay, so uh, yeah. that so if you so cleared like all of them you'd get 16, 16 points, points plus all the points you're getting for clearing the tiles, right, right? So yeah it's like so a big... that was like kind of her strategy and so um i kind of i like that it was like a lighter game because again that might be something to be pull out on like a weeknight or something mm. but also i enjoyed <laughs> i liked that stop Damn. it but I also, like I said, Usually enjoyed I that, that there was a lot of different <laughs> ways you could play this game, thing. and that made me feel like you know it might be a little different each time, or you could try new things each time. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, yeah, cool. I was really like ice cream strategy. I'd heard was OP from the three threads. From some that guy that played it OP once. Me. Yeah. Overpowered. Oh. So like that's the only way to win. Kind yeah. Of like okay. like oh man, I I played with ice cream going heavy on ice cream. And, you know, I don't know if you can beat it. And there was a couple of replies that were like, I agree. I played it this way. And, and it was it seemed very strong. That was not your experience. Um, but so, yeah, in either of my my mm-hmm. plays, when I played online with a three player game, I did. I was like, I'm going to go hard ice cream strategy because it looks like a, I didn't win. I got second place. Yeah. And then this game we just played last night with uh, Frankie and Kyle. I didn't. I was the only one of us who didn't buy ice cream stands at all, and I won by like ten points. Yeah, I bought all of so, one type of ice cream. I was last place. It goes to show you, like, yeah, when a game just comes out, it's a little irresponsible to be like, "Oh, this is broken." Don't you this think is broken? That someone yeah, how, else how played this yeah, game right, more right. than you. Maybe right. they know that this and is it's like this is someone who's designed other games, a publisher who has put out massive, massive, well-respected games. You think that your one play, you pesky human, you think that one play, you're going to find out what's OP? Like, you're some freaking genius that figured it all out? Mm-hmm. Yep. I love this. He's he's now the mad board gamer. <laughs> there was this one Who thing. Who is that? When we were at, you remember, Jeff, when we were at Michigan? Might have been Michigan. We played with the, we played Eight Minute Empire with this guy. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Before we played the game, because it had just come out at this, like not at the convention, but it had just come out. He bought it. And we were like, he was like, you guys want to play Eight Minute Empire? And we were like, okay. And that's a Ryan Lockett game. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was reading the rules and he was like, I think I have to house rule something. And I was like, yeah, I remember reading that. the rules. Like, He's no. like, coins, I think you don't get enough of them. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to house rule that you get like Before three he even played it? Yeah. He was just reading the rule book. And then we played the game by the rules. And at the end of the game, he was like, Oh no, I guess it's fine. I'm like, are, why would yeah. you think you know better I, than the like, people? Like, who, like, yeah, you don't. People are so like, what? What did you? It was just, just like the arrogance. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, if <laughs> you, you've played it a hundred times, then you can come talk to me. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like the guy that created who's played it a million times, <laughs> or the play testers who's the played play it a million testers, times. Like, yeah. oh my god! But people do that. People yeah. like see something one time, they're like, "Well, I played it this way once, and this happened, so that and means it's going to happen every time." And you factor in like right. who you're playing against, yep. what right. they're doing. Yeah. So if you see someone doing a strategy, you should probably do something else. Yeah. Anyway, I really like the game. <laughs> yeah. I, tell us your thoughts. I liked the slide puzzle. I thought it was cool. I thought I really liked how it expanded. Like as the game went on, right? You start with your first couple turns are probably yeah, one, maybe you two. know I can move this. I take I take my one pomegranate take my one banana take my one lime and then it's like okay now i get rid of the ship now i could take three of something Mm -hmm. you know i could if i move this out of the way one and then so i like setting up good turns 
and thinking about, all right, most of my boats need a banana. Yes. So let me That's exactly how go I at bananas. Yep. Yeah. And then I can look at this this market board, which I really liked, because the market board, you can spend your your gigantic runs yeah. on <laughs> on these market tiles and then those add to your board. And yep. there's a cool tile that you can get um you can get an extra resource and either or yep. like a banana and lime tile. So you yep. could get if you move it three, you could get one banana and two lime and then a bonus one. Yep. And I like that a lot. The the, the the thing with the the ice cream, right? You're adding a tile to your board, so you're kind of clogging Clogging up your board, board, but that can give you some cool things is you can just buy ice cream and make milkshakes. And, and what I also liked about that is you're then the only person that can do that because you have that tile. So Devin had ice cream in our game. I couldn't make ice cream because I didn't have the ice cream cart. There are two of each, just so you know. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't have, I, they were, they were at the, the one was out. So it was gone. And then, you know, I like that you can buy, there's a cool point in the game where you almost have to like, like pivot kind of, of. Harding right. versus, yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting all these resources. Maybe I'm doing my boats. Now I need to pivot to what's going to get me most points. And some of it are those big square tiles. Yes. Yeah. So you can take up. Now you're losing four spots on your board, but you don't care anymore because the game's winding the game's down. About right. to and I like finding that sort of pivot point a lot. I loved the production. is just it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. I would say the flip side, downside of that, that this is... Flip-flop. Flip-flop, flap side. Flip the flip pole, flap the side pole, of this. <laughs> the flop side the flip, of this. The floppers. Is that the it is <laughs> more expensive than I would want to pay for a game this light. It was 60 bucks, I think. Yeah. This game was 60 bucks? And Damn. Maybe. I think it was maybe, maybe it was 50. Either way, this could very easily be a game that would fit in a box like... Red Cathedral or Codenames or something yeah. like that with smaller pieces, smaller board, you know, stuff like that. It could fit in a game, but the production is is over the top, maybe yeah. to a point of too much. The geek market doesn't have any um, American versions, but okay. all the European versions, the highest price is 40. Okay, maybe. All right. So maybe still it could be. I don't remember how much we paid. Was it? Did we pay that much? I don't you know. You might be right. Though. Even if it was 40 it. bucks, <laughs> it's still a light game. It's a light game. It is. Um, but yes. with that, it's also yeah, a game that I think, yeah, it it could hit the table a lot more because I'll never have to read the rules for this. Yeah. You know, you move a tile and you... That's a great point. It so, is very, very... Sim- it's like the simplest so of games. To- Dev and I could pull it out <laughs> um, really any night when we feel like playing a game but don't want to learn any rules or yeah. don't want to be taught. I I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm happy that I got it, and I I know it got a little a couple knocks like right when it came out about a couple things. It's not like the highest rated thing on Board Game Geek. It yep. didn't get like a, but I really enjoyed it, and I don't know if people were expecting some heavy deep game out of it. Well, because it's, it's not because I think Capstone is one of the public or one of the distributors, yes. and it's in their like family weight, which is fairly new. new I think right? family weight that they yeah. So I think because typically Capstone puts out very meaty heavy yeah games right. So I'm, I'm, so I, think right. I think you're right. I think people are like, well, this is a capstone game. It's going to be. But yeah, it's also like, I, I think it's a good family game. I think Cameron could pick this game up. Yeah, 10-year-old could pick so this too. game up yeah. and play just fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's yep. easy enough. Because I mean, it's just, it's literally just move a, a tile, get a fruit, pay the fruit back. Yeah. And get points. Yeah. You know, there's nothing complicated about the rule set, but it still felt to me like, I got to think about this. Yeah. yeah. You I know, think you even mentioned at one point, like, oh, this game's light or maybe medium. And Kyle was like, I don't feel like it's that light. Yeah. He's like, it feels to me. He's like, I'm he spending like, energy because that yeah. slide puzzle, you know, for someone like Donkey Kong is probably super simple. But spatially for, for me, I'm like, okay, I got to put this over here. That opens up that, you know, like. Yeah, but now I'm losing not, my line. Yeah, it's and like, to man, get an it's extra not. Whatever. Like, I really need a mango simple, steam. But you still have to think a decent amount. Yeah. To I think that slide puzzle mechanism. For me personally, is what 
will keep this game coming out. Where something like, again, like I'll compare it to something like Coatl, where I'm like, okay, Coatl is cool, but you're just drafting them. Yeah, or even, even like Azul, right? Where you're just kind of drafting, we've done this yeah, in games. Like slide the slide puzzle, puzzle is enough that it's like, okay, this is hard. It's yeah. a little hard. It's kind of hard. Right. Like, you know? I need three, but now I'm trapped and I can yeah, only I get one. Right. Now it's going to take like, two turns to do that. Yeah. And then, oh, crap. Are they going to get that tile that I want first? Yeah. Like, they can see, because you can see the resources everybody's got. Yeah. So if, like, just like, okay, Ryan's got two mangosteens and three limes. Oh, he's going to go for that ice cream stand. But I play in front of him and I have, I can get those right now. Maybe I'll take that. So yeah. he doesn't. You know, it's like that stuff can, so timing in this game, it's, it's very much a race yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. So um, that was I, great. Yeah. Give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Me too. Overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm happy. It it was one of my most anticipated games, and it lived up to yeah, it was for me. So, what you got, Jeff? I got a game that has been redone. Ooh, it came out a long time ago Ooh. by the doctor. The doctor, Kanita. And then the doctor redid it. <laughs> he brought it back. To I don't life. know what happened. I'm he assuming there's some rule changes or some little upgrades and blah blah blah. But <laughs> yeah, um, I recently read that the same company that made apples to apples, or publisher made apples to apples, made the original Tootin Common. What? So this had called Tootin Common by the Doctor King Tut. And it's funny that it's Tootin Common, but he's King Tut. Shouldn't it be like King Toot? King Toot. King Toot. King. Yeah, that's a good point. King. Because no. it's a toot. Get it? Get it? Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Yeah, Thanos and Dammit combined. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos, Thanos. So this this game was on my list to check out. It yep, wasn't on my top five. Same here. And it was We both came they, it. <laughs> Yeah. So we went I think we saw it on a Friday and then Saturday they said they're yeah, gonna have they it out. Demoing it. Right. Yeah. When or we maybe it was the other end. Thursday was out, whatever. Yes. So the right. next day they were like, We're gonna have it out demoed if you wanna yeah. come back and check it out. You're they're right. like, We have enough. Cool. So we went back. And then of course they had this deluxe edition. I know. Which was just like this whole fucking thing about, you know, yeah. you take my money and We'll give you this cool play mat and we'll give you these uh, wooden yeah. tiles. $20. Now you also get a pin. Uh, yeah. Jeff only paid $15. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. And then you could have got a pin. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's a marketing. It's this game that yeah. I lose at all the time. <laughs> money. Take my money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in Tutankhamen, King Tut has died. King Isn't that sad? That's Players sad. are filling his tomb with artifacts that will travel with him to the afterlife. You get a tomb, don't you? You get a tomb. The tomb is. Okay, so there's the. There's the um the tomb is the bottom of the box and then you put the is it the would it be like the sarcophagus, the sarcophagus yeah. inside it's just like it's decoration it's just decoration. Say, isn't it like it's, it's completely decoration <laughs> but it's like King Tut's tomb like cool. it sits there yeah. so it sits like in the box and then you basically when you're you're spending these artifacts let's talk about you put them in the box so it's kind of yeah they, you know you throw mm. a little you throw a little theme in there right yep. so um, you you start at the bottom of the box, which is where um, King Tut's tomb is, and you start laying out these tiles in like a snake pattern. Okay, yeah, like maybe the like the Nile. Ooh, maybe, maybe the tiles get laid in the Niles. The tiles on the Niles. The tiles in the Niles. But what the player, the, what this this game mat is, the freaking mat, which was an extra twenty dollars. Sweet though, it was sweet. That basically rolls out and becomes the river, and then you lay the tiles on the river. The tiles on the Nile. And really the, another find. upgrade that you got. So if you just buy the regular game, which is totally fine, and I might recommend it, but buy that. <laughs> you just punch out. You you would just get cardboard Yeah, but pieces. don't you not get the... Yeah, you don't, you get, don't the, get the, the wood. wooden thing. The wooden right. pieces are so awesome. Yeah. So they that might be worth They're it. Chunkified. The mat you might not need. Um, because then That's you're, cool, too. I know. But you're carrying it around. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, you're right. that's, a good, no, you're, that's a good point. You can't fit it in the box. You can't yeah. fit in the box. Everything else you can fit in the box. The mat you cannot... So you lay this out. So think you have the box and then you lay out these tiles in sort of a snake pattern, okay? And players are going to start at the end of that Nile tile river. 
Uh oh. What's the shape of a snake? What's the shape of a snake? Like? You mean you don't know what an S looks like? You mean like? what an S looks like? Oh yeah, oh, right. Nice. 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 <laughs> so all of these tiles are either an artifact or they're like an Egyptian god. Okay. Oh. The artifacts have numbers on them. Those numbers indicate how many tiles there are, as well as the points that that tile is worth. Okay. The beginning of the game, uh, the score tracker is also on the top of the box, which is kind of cool. So that you have this cool. little like marker that slides onto the box and doesn't ruin the box. Like thankfully. straddles the box. Yeah, like straddles the box. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, like scissors the box. <laughs> um, so scissors on the box, and you start. Everybody starts with points, depending on how many people are playing. You start with points. So anywhere from 18 to like 30, you start with points. Huh, weird. It's it's a strange mechanic, and I don't really know like why, why but anyway. So huh. you start at the end of the, the Nile Tile River, <laughs> and you can move your boat as far up the Nile Tile. Broat. broat. Okay. You can move your broat as far up the Nile Tile as you want. I see. And that was also something that I think, I don't know if I read or listened to something, but that moving far up the, the Nile, that was yeah. in the original game. Okay. And I wonder if that, because that game's old, the original Tutankhamun's Yeah, is old. that the inspiration that for might like be, the Kaido and yeah, all so those games that have Thinking come about it now, like if that was like a, a mechanism, you know, then. 40 years, 50 years ago, that's pretty cool. He, he did that then, and now it's... I mean, it's not that old, right? It's not, I don't know. I don't think, it, I don't think it's it that old. 40 years? Let's is see. It, is it an Two, 80s game? Oh, is it that old? I don't freaking know. Let's you find out. in the 80s, we're not in 93. So 93 would make it... It's a long Almost time thirty ago. years old. God. Okay. Yeah. So if it's thirty wow. years old, if this was the first Whoa, game to do that shit. kind of go as far as you want, yeah. you can't go backwards that sort of thing. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's the doctor. So yeah. So you can go as far along the Nile as you want, or you can move one space backwards, which uh, that might be an addition, which is kind of cool. So if you move stupidly, like almost all the way down the end of the line, you have to then just go backward by one yes. tile to get. Wow. Which which could be an interesting way to play the game, but yeah, yeah you could go all the way to the end, and then you could just one step Hop back backwards but you couldn't go as far backwards as you want right? right you can only go one backwards or as far forward as you want wow whatever tile you land on you take it most of the time when you take a tile nothing will happen if you take a god tile it lets you do something all of them have their own like separate powers the base game the normal game comes with five i think of the egyptian gods the deluxe has a few extra ones okay. it allows you to do things like swap tiles remove tiles from the game Maybe pick up a tile that was behind you. Just kind of game-breaking, changing stuff, which mm-hmm. is kind of a cool... Interesting. That might be something that's new. That is a must, I think, in the game. If it wasn't there, I think... It just adds another layer that I liked yeah. to kind of a light game. Okay. So most of the time, you're just taking the tile and adding the artifacts in front of you. The moment that the last artifact is taken from the Nile tile, mm-hmm. or from the tile Nile, Tiles not from the tile Nile, the moment it's taken or gets removed, flip, flat, flip, because one once someone moves past the last tile, ones behind it fall fall back and go away. So that's how oh. they they go away into this like other area, the un the, the dead, unknown the, or something. So it goes away. So the, the the Nile is kind of disappearing behind you as people pass it, uh, as the last person passes it. So once all of the tiles of one artifact have been taken or dumped out into the thing, that tile is going to score. So the number, you look at who has the majority of those tiles, and you get those many points. But by getting those points, you're actually losing those points. Oh. So if I have a uh, an artifact with a four on it, okay, that means there's four of those in the Nile tile. Okay? Why? I have I two of them. Backwards. That's weird. I have two of them. Natalie has one. One has been discarded. Yep. All of them are gone. Go so on. I just took the last one to now have two. Sure. I look at mine, I go, I have the most of these, I get four points. Natalie Which is really has, going backward four points. But I go backwards four points. Yeah. Natalie has the second most, she gets half of that, so she would get two. two. If you was, if it was spread out, you would get one. Ties are always broken with whoever further back on the Nile, oh. which is another reason why you don't yeah, want to shoot jump up as far, ahead. which is kind of okay. cool. 
And you are basically racing to get back to zero. The moment you get back to zero, you win. I see. So I guess that that could potentially make more, like if it's like a race to 50 points, that maybe would seem more arbitrary maybe? It like makes more sense in your brain. Like, okay, just run your points out. Yeah. And once you're out, you're, you win. Yeah, I'm not quite sure if, if there's some that. theme to like, this is how much you owe the... Yeah. king and you're the yeah. first one to do yeah. it. I, I don't really know but interesting um yeah so the the numbers on the tiles are two four six and eight and yeah the game ends when someone gets to zero or there's basically which i don't know how it would really work or there's no um there's no more tiles left and no one's reached zero yeah. and then it's just whoever has the lowest number of points wow. yeah and it's light i would call it probably in the same weight maybe even slightly lighter than juicy fruits oh really oh, wow. so me overspending this, I think, probably was sixty dollars. It was fifty-five. Yeah, for the mat, the for mat. the deluxe, yeah. for all that kind of stuff. I overpaid for a light game, but I really liked it. And I even overpaid even more. Yeah, five old dollars. <laughs> yeah, five dollars more. Yeah. I really liked it. I I bought it. I we went up to the Airbnb. I learned it in like ten minutes. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I'm ready to play. I remember that. That's why I play. brought yeah, it last like, night. Oh, I, I, like, I was like, play. I know Jeff learned it like almost instantaneously. Yeah, move and take, and then move back on points. Yeah, right and. It, it took only probably about 25 or 30 minutes for the four of us to play for our first time. So if we like played again, we'd fly through it. I, I just love the the move as far as you can mechanism. Yeah. I think that's just a cool way to do it. I loved it in Agizia and Takaido does it well. And it's just as it gives me the, the feeling that I can do whatever I, can I do want. Whatever I want. I can go as far. What? I, <laughs> yeah. But like, look at what I'm risking, right? It's that yeah. like cost benefit. Like, yeah, how, sure. How far do I go? And then there's also a lot of like playing each other as you move, because if I move past something, this allows Ryan to now pick up this. So he's getting majority in this tile. Or do I move forward because I already have majority in this tile? Do I move and take the tile so it scores and nobody else gets any points? Or do I move and guarantee myself second place in a different one? So I love that you can. You don't have to really win every single artifact. Mm -hmm. If you take second in a lot of them, you're just in the mix, right? You're right there with everybody else. So there's a strategy of doing that. But there's also one where I think I had a six tile where if I passed it, it would automatically score and I was the only one that had it. So on my turn, why wouldn't I yeah. pass it? So nobody else can get right. it. And then I, I'm the only one You're the only points. one getting points, yeah. So I liked those kind of fun decisions. I thought that was really, that made the game for me. There's also a moment at the end which could go both ways. So th this one play that we had, it was very evident that on Leaf in the Wind's turn, <laughs> Chris's turn, that he was kind of, kind of, he was going to make the game. His decision was either going to oh, like King Make because Joe had a couple and he would have taken second place. It was the best move for Chris was to take this one. He would have got, he would have lost eight points, but Joe would have got four and he would have been to zero. If he doesn't take that, Dave probably ends it on his turn. Um, mm. So. And there, as soon as you get to zero, game end. Game ends. Okay. But there is time where we kind of like thought out, like if Chris doesn't do that, what happens? Mm -hmm. So on my turn, I was next from Chris. I could have done something. And then Dave moving, he would have moved past the end of the Nile River and he would have eliminated the tiles behind him, which would have scored my tiles and his tiles. Oh. So that would have ended in a tie. Right. You would, right? Uh, so then we would have looked at the end of the Nile. So there's at least, back? Yeah. there are some... I don't want to say tricky plays, but there are some creative plays because when I said that, they were all like, oh, I didn't even know that you were planning that or right. you did that. I'm like, that's cool. Um, so I'm hoping that every play doesn't end in like, well, we kind of know. Like, yeah. let's just play out yeah. the last yeah. couple turns. But maybe that was just our one play. Sure. Either way. Oh, I, you're not going to call it broken after the first Oh, it's, 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 something's overpowered. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, 
But really, <laughs> really, I I enjoyed it. This was a win, a game that I think I overpaid for, that I know I overpaid <laughs> for. But yeah. I'm happy to keep around. I'm happy to keep my collection. Yeah. I can bring it to Board Game Club, and they can learn it very easily. I'm not bringing the mat. I can We can play <laughs> it at game night to end the night for a 20 to 30-minute yeah. game. And it's, again, another one where I will never have to pick out the rules. You just know. You will have to look at what the god tiles do. But it's, but it's simple. Light, simple. You can... Play it with anybody. It plays at the six too, which I really oh, like. That's a good, good number. Two. I think it would be good with two. I think it'd be a different like racing dynamic. I think you could pass up tiles more and maybe move backwards. Maybe using that backwards jump mechanism is kind of cool. Yeah. There were a couple times where when we played it, that backwards jump came into play because we were thinking about, oh, if I move past this, I'm guaranteed second place. But then it's like, oh, damn, Ryan could move backwards one and he could take that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a cool. I don't know if that was in the original game. If it wasn't, it was a great addition mm. because that changed what you could do. Like, yeah. oh, I could go all the way up there or I could mess up somebody and take this tile, you know, like a force Dave to maybe take that one. So he had majority because then, so it was, I, I give it another thumbs up. It was fun, light, easy. Production was amazing. Art was very cool. Tutankhamen. That's awesome. 25th century. Tutankhamen. 25th century games. Tutankhamen. Another game we got to the table was a tiling game that was on Jeff's list last episode called Land vs. Sea. I admittedly wasn't that interested <clears throat> in this game. I had heard about it, but, you know, it just <laughs> nice it list, didn't, Jeff. It didn't grab me. No, no, it wasn't Stupid that. Game. It was just like, <laughs> I, I wasn't like amped up about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, okay, that does, I thought it sounded cool. Um, Natalie and I were walking through the hall and a table was open to demo the game and we were just kind of like, eh, what else are we going to do? Make out behind the AEG booth again? We already got kicked out of there. So we sat down <laughs> for a game. The guy teaching also didn't do much for my excitement for the game as he was just kind of like, have you guys played Carcassonne? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, well, that's like what this is. You just match land tiles and she matches sea tiles and that's it. That's what he said. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. And oh, yeah, we were just kind of like, oh. It's got to be a better way to do right. that. Yeah. yeah, like, okay. Present, he taught us man. fine. He taught the rules yeah. correctly and properly, which yeah. we, because I read the rules again the next time we played and I was like, let's just make sure we did yes. this correct. Yeah, you never know with those demo people. Yes, exactly. With those demo people. <laughs> yeah, so he said that and I was just kind of like, uh, yeah. okay, well, let's just get this over with. Kind of Nice list, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it was maybe going to strip away too much of what I love about Carcassonne, because I do love Carcassonne, uh, but I was wrong. Um, we started playing, and very quickly I realized how difficult and stressful and fun the game is. The guy teaching the game was right. You just match up land tiles and sea tiles based on your side and play until tiles run out and see who wins. He's not wrong. Uh, but man, the game is so much more than that. It's got so much tension and jockeying that it was really a good time, I thought. I was very surprised because it's just you have land tiles, I have sea tiles. Yeah. I'm trying to close my sea tiles. You're trying to close your land tiles. Who can do that the best? That's it. it that is all there is. It didn't help the excitement when he explained it, but after playing <laughs> it, you realize um, it's just there's oh, – I don't know how to explain it. There's It's harder than it looks. Um, so let's see. The way the tiles work can be difficult to close the sections off. All right. In our first play, yeah. Natalie had built up this area of C that, if closed, would have given her like 10,000 points. Yeah, it would have given me so many points. <laughs> it was like the entire size of the board that we had created so far. However, she soon realized that there were so many unclosed ends of that area that it would likely take her either the entire length of the game to finish it, if at all. So she kind of abandoned that. Which happens in Carcassonne. It happens in Carcassonne. Oh, I got this big castle I got going. this big castle, oh. and your opponents are making it bigger. Because like yep. I would place a tile. That's what the thing I don't think you know she realized or I realized. I'd place a tile that helps me, and then it unwittingly makes her hers harder to complete now. Yeah. Right. You know? And so she, I think, was kind of like, oh, 
I guess I should have made. And the guy did tell us it works better if you make small, plentiful, smaller cities mm-hmm. or areas. Yeah, it's harder to complete those big ones, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can happen a lot in this game. You'll be building towards a nice city, all ready to close it off, and then your opponent plays a tile that helps them and also adds another side to your city that you now have to spend more time closing. Also, there are these little bonus symbols on a lot of the tiles, and if you close your city or see off, you get those as bonus points. However, if your opponent happens to finish or close off a region for you, then they get those points. The points, just the bonus points, or the just points the, bonus, the whole bonus, thing? Just the bonus okay. points. So yeah. it's really cool, though, because there was a moment in our second play where Natalie had like this huge 15-point city. She was about to close it. I couldn't stop her. I could see him like she has the tile to close that city. And it's kind of like it went against my everything in my brain. I was like, because my brain was like, you can just close that city. Yeah. It's like I'm giving her 15 points. But there was like eight points of bonus points. But you're taking those. So I get those. Yeah. It's so a big swing. It's a big swing. Yeah. Right. Instead of did her, you do it? I did it. So I did it. So. Uh oh. Yeah. So she got those 15 <laughs> points, but I get the bonus points. <laughs> Which, again, is like, well, I think the bonus points were six points. But still, yeah, insta- it was really only a nine-point turn for her instead of a 21-point turn, yep. right? Those kinds of decisions present themselves in this game a lot. So you play until all the tiles are added to the board, and then you just, like the guy said, you see who won. There are other ways to score, uh, which you can add in. There's, like, these other tiles that, like, you know, give you different ways to yeah, score. Yeah, you cluster certain... Yeah, there's a bunch like, of extra, like, pictures. There's, like, artwork and stuff on, on the, the tiles, Yeah, so you, you can know. use that like, oh, artwork to cluster together to try to get more points um and that can be another variant in yep. how you play the game and it adds to the replayability of the game uh, like an advanced variant i guess but i honestly would play the normal way for a long time before i would need to add mm-hmm. something like that in because it seems like it would be very boring very quickly but the two games we've played of it so far i'm like I, yeah, it was hard i agree it doesn't it was seem just like it really would, hard it doesn't sound like it'd be that exciting but it is it is. It's very tense. It's yeah. very tense. There's these little powers you can get on your tiles. One tile will have a power that lets you play. Because on your turn, you just play. One, you have two tiles in front of you. You play one to the board. You either score points or whatever. And then you refill your tiles back up to two. That's it. But there's a couple. There's a bunch of tiles in the game that have this icon on them that when you play it, it lets you play your other tile right after it. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially set yourself up for a pretty cool turn where you could complete one or even more sections on your turn. There's another icon on a bunch of tiles that lets you take a tile from your opponent. And that, when he explained that, I was like, I'm not going to like that. That's going to be too mean. It wasn't. It yeah. didn't feel that bad. Yeah. It more helped the person taking it than it did hurt the person being it taken from. Sure. In our experiences with the two games so far. So things I liked. I did not expect to like this game as much as I did. I was very surprised that I liked it so much. Hearing it explained again, it just sounds boring. Probably you're all (laughs) thinking that too, because it doesn't sound that exciting. Uh, But actually playing it was so good. I really like Carcassonne. It's a top 10 game for me. And this really did give me that Carcassonne feel. In a condensed package. Like, okay, I really need to close off this region. Am I going to pull the right tile in the right time to get it done before she can either extend it or close it off for herself, stealing away those bonus points? I also really like the simplicity. Uh, Literally, all you're doing is placing a tile. That's it. There's no other components to deal with or keep track of. You have two double-sided tiles in front of you and are choosing which one to play in your turn. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. (laughs) And there's something to that where it's just you have a stack of tiles and you put them out there. Another thing I want to mention about this game you don't have to punch out any tiles. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, what Rare. is that about? You open the box, the tiles are already punched out in, in, a, in a stack waiting for you. Play me now. <laughs> Play me. You don't have to wait any time. I mean, a lot of people might feel robbed because I know there's a, 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 
a, a subset of gamers out there who love to punch out the games and it's mm-hmm. like therapeutic for them. Personally, I find that tedious and like get me away from that. I like trading for games sometimes because they're already like packaged <laughs> and ready to go. Yeah. And one thing I didn't mention about Juice Fruits that I wanted to and I forgot to, it doesn't come with any baggies or any way That's to weird. store the game. It didn't? No. You had to add your own. I have yet to pack it up. It's still sitting on my table. Oh. <laughs> You'll have to have bag. Otherwise, okay. you have to just throw everything in the box. Yeah, they give weird. you no storage at all. That's for psychopaths. Which is craziness. I have plenty of bags. Yeah, me too. Yeah. got plenty of bags. But... But still, rarely do you. Hopefully, it really was forty bucks because sixty bucks with no yeah, bag. The game companies just like <laughs> yeah. figure it out in your own. It's you probably forty. Have your you own guys baggies. Are right. You know, it, it was. I thought that was really weird. That doesn't typically happen. Mm-hmm. They usually give you enough enough to at least put the shit back. But you have to just dump yeah. it all in there. Um. Anyway, so that was a, a, a very small nitpick. But I, I was like, huh. But yeah, with Landit versus C, they it comes pre punched. Man, do I love that. <laughs> that was super cool. Things I didn't like. This is another game where simplicity, I guess, could be an issue after a bunch of plays. Even with the other ways to score points, I feel like eventually you're going to need more from the game before too long. But, I mean, who knows? It it has a patchwork weight to it, but I feel like it needs that other dimension maybe to stick around permanently. Like, Patrick has got that economy system with the buttons. Uh, and so that just creates the long-lasting power. Um, Jeff has a question, and I would like to give the floor to Jeff. My question (laughs) is, do you think that the different scoring could be that layer? Hopefully. Yeah. I think it would. We haven't played with that yet. Yeah, we haven't played with that yet. So I think it would. um, It's not like baked into the the rules of the game. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's enough. Yeah. To hold you. Well, over I could for definitely see that time. making it more difficult because now, it's already hard. Now yeah, instead of just so like hard. trying to, you know, close your land or your sea, you're also trying to place tiles in such a way in that, such a way that you make extra points by putting these right. certain pictures together and on top of just trying to like enclose these things. So. I think it'll definitely help because, like I said, even without that, I, I would play it another at least another five times. I feel like. Is yeah. just a number without needing that. without even needing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it will last a that's while. That's good. And in, in, in our the way that we play games, that's a good. It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Because yeah, yeah, we don't play games. We don't play over. And I over mean, but this over. this has the potential. So Natalie and I are really we are very interested in games that work well with two players that are quick. Like Codenames Duet is like a perfect example. Yeah. This I think is gonna fit and fill in a spot for us. We're gonna just play. Hey, wanna play Land vs. Night? It's so good. Quick. I'm glad we and talked we about both it. Both like it a lot. Because yeah. I, I wanted it too, and I I actually almost bought it for the opposite reason, because I don't know if Devin will like this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, damn, it's a cool two-player game. And I know, like you said, they have three and four-player variants. It's not really... I, yeah, yeah. I assume it was just like for marketing, teams, right? right? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. well, make it to four so people can... Yeah. But it's a it's a it's a 1v1 yeah, game. 1v1. Yeah. And I'm like, will Devin like it? Probably not, but it just seems cool and I want it. It's, it's really so, cool. She might. You never know. Yeah. She might. What did you think? I, I liked this game a lot. Um, All right. First, yeah. I want to say when we were <laughs> that's good when we were playing at the demo at Gen Con, we didn't play a demo. We ended up playing the whole thing, and I don't think we were supposed nope, to. Nope, we weren't. <laughs> good. He kept saying that he's like, well, people just like play a few turns. We we're like, oh, we just I didn't care. care. We just game. kept going. Well, nobody was around. Yeah, yeah. The only people I that came, came over by there was and was Jeff. able to like stand and sit yeah. next right. to you. Yeah, people yeah. were like standing people. around. Amanda waiting. and Wally came by, I think, for a second too. Yeah, and um, yeah, we were just like, we're just gonna play it. Yeah, and it ended up going pretty quickly. Even the guy was like, he's like, oh, okay, that went faster than I thought. Yeah. But um, well, it was fun. But I yeah, was like, that's I don't why we like stop. didn't want to yeah. stop. I was like, we just I don't want to stop now. I want to see what happens. Keep going and yeah. So like that's a big plus. I am not a huge fan of Carcassonne. Like it's okay to me. Um, 
but I really <laughs> like this game. So like I, I don't really know why this game like hit so much more than Carcassonne. Well, like, I guess I kind of know. I think my biggest problem with Carcassonne is are there aren't there like a lot? Okay, I'll tell you my biggest concern with Carcassonne. Parkinson? My, my, my issue Ooh, with Parkinson. Yeah, Parkinson. And it's going to make me look stupid. Nah. Which is, and this, but this no, is actually the reason. Is it the field thing? That I don't, that's common. Yes, it's the farm The farming is hard I to wrap your head around. I literally cannot see it. Like, I can't, like, I can't see a farm. You can. No, I can't. Like, <laughs> Natalie, I can't, like, let me, You literally out. can see. I want to be on your side here for a second. <laughs> I when I started to play Carcassonne, I was playing Carcassonne with people who had played Carcassonne, like Ryan and Bill, who'd played it a lot. Yeah, and that was the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around, and why I was winning for most of the game, and then I ended up losing. Yeah, yeah, because you're farming. making cities and yeah. you're making roads so, and you're doing like, okay. Self conscious about it's, it that I wouldn't even try. The moment it clicks in your farms. head, you will start to dominate Carcassonne. Yeah, it's weird I for how simple you. that game is. People who play that more can own the farms, and then you yeah. win. Yeah, well, because I would just avoid the farms at all costs because yeah, I was embarrassed that. that I couldn't even figure out like. Like, is how they this work. a farm? Is this yeah. like, yeah. For some reason, I've work. never had a problem with it, but I know yeah. that people, it's it's like a big deal. Some people are just like, I'm not doing yeah, farms. We're not playing. Like, well, yeah, you're going to well, lose. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. What also, I, that's some why I don't that like play, playing yeah. it. There's people, there's people that play that they're like, we're not, pl- farming is not a thing you can do. We're playing without farming. We're house ruling this. Yeah. They do, yeah that's okay, like a thing so people do because, no, you're not alone. I don't understand it personally because to me, I don't know, for some reason, to me, I'm like, it's. It's just I don't like know how you don't so see it. Well, and then it's hard because you can, like, you can like join farms, right? And, yeah. you're doing tra- it's, and so like it's when a you guys would be like adding up points, awesome. you're, like, you're like this, this, this. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I still don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, wow. So having not played Land vs. yet, there's also um, the there's a lot more randomness in Carcassonne where you're pulling tiles out of a bag blindly, right? Yeah. And then you're, you have to place this tile that you get. But yeah. it seems like in Land vs. you see you at least the get tiles in front of you. And not even two. You get four choices. Well, when you're drawing. Oh, yeah. When you're drawing you get yeah, yeah so the, the yeah. front and back are different right. yep okay yep the yeah. front and back so are different so that's like another so anyways okay so <laughs> i feel like because it took out that part of carcassonne that i don't like you know it was just kind of like <laughs> dumbed down simplified yeah. your, your land yeah. your sea i don't even have to choose i don't even get to be land and sea i get to be either <laughs> land or sea and so it's yeah. that simple I don't get to be roads so or all cabin. i get like, to like yeah. focus on yeah, is like I, that's, closing in that's one. true um and i agree normally we don't like games that like mess with the other person but like the fact that this game you know you are gonna you know have to mess with somebody not even on purpose but just to like try to enclose your own stuff and it might like screw someone else up or make their you know land or sea more difficult to close i kind of like that tenseness because that's just part of the game and I it agree. doesn't feel mean well it, you don't you don't feel like like in a game like, like oh, paris you just me over. you're just like now i can't fucking play this yeah, tile you're just I'm like ruined. oh no now i need a couple all more you turns can really do is out. like either steal those bonus points away which which you're still getting the majority of the points so it doesn't yeah. always feel yeah, that yeah, bad you or that. you can just make it a little harder for them to complete yeah yeah, yeah. so none of it feels too but you're probably not playing the game to just screw over Natalie. No. I think some people a, would. We don't. Sure. Yeah, a, a placement, most people are going to play it where you're going to try to finish the land and if it happens to mess up Natalie, yeah. you're both doing that at the same time. Right, yeah. And yep. so, I mean, I like the simplicity of it, but yeah, it still feels difficult and tense. I love that it's like a two-player game and I agree with you. It just, it feels like in that same, has that same feeling of like Codenames Duet where like, you know, it's simple enough. You just pull it out, play mm. it, it, but it's tense enough, you know, where it's well, like challenging, you know, and it's not some little light game. Like the like you said, the rules are light, but it's not, doesn't feel light. And 
Rules I mean, light, brain heavy. Yeah, and there yeah. isn't weirdly though. But weirdly, because cool. it's like so like it simple. Be. Why is it like that? I, it, right. Well, it's because like, and then you're like, you have these tiles, and so like you said, you can see the tops of the tiles that everybody has, but on the other side, yeah. there's different images on that, so you yep. can use any of those Either four. Either four. And the other person doesn't see what's on the bottom of that, so they don't. They only know like half of what you could possibly play. Plus, every tile Which has both cool. land and sea. Yeah. So while I'm like working on building like my own little spot over here, Natalie's expanding it that way, creating more opportunities for me to score as well. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's part of where the the thinkiness comes up because. In, in Carcassonne, you kind of control, okay, I'm working on this city, and I get another tile? Okay, I'm going to add it to this city, you know? And then, like, Jeff's making a city over here. He's already involved, so I could potentially get into it if I wanted to, but you still, like, you can focus. A lot more. of times you're doing your own thing. Yeah, in this game, there's, like, a ton of different... You look at the board, and you're like, there's a smorgasbord of opportunity. <laughs> I wanted to say smorgasbord. And it's all, like, which, where do I put... I could go for that city now, that one, that one. Natalie just put two together over there. That helps her her see, but that could mm-hmm. also be a cool city for me. Yeah. And it, it just... You, you get overwhelmed quickly, but not in a way that's unfun. It's yeah. almost like, ooh, there's so many choices. What right. do I do? How yeah. do I do this the best? And you're right. And you only have two tiles sitting in front of you. But like I said, there's four options really. And then on top of that, with those four options, you have to look at all the different things going on on the board and be like, should I put this one here? Or is it better if I put this one over here? Should this one go over here? You know, so it's that's what I mean by it's it's simple in rules, but not that simple yeah. to necessarily play. And I, I liked it a lot. When we played it at... At Gen Con, and then we like played it again at the Airbnb. I like yep. liked it just as much. Me too. That was jealous. And we were I'm playing. I'm really glad that we got Tootin Common. You're playing Tootin Common. Yeah. yeah. You're waiting for Man and Wally to drive around yeah. <laughs> different areas. Why it took them so long? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, so that's like. So we talk about Juicy Fruits, Tootin Common, Lambersy. Those are three lightweight winners. Yeah. yeah. Those are winners. Well, from very Gen good games. I'm sure we'll come back with some not winners from Gen Con. But yeah. Those are three lightweight. I do have winners. one that I just didn't talk about. But it's interesting that they're all lightweight. Because, and we talked about this on the last episode when we made our, like, top five lists of games we were looking forward to. There just didn't seem like that many heavier. There wasn't. Or Euro games that were out there. Yeah, yeah. there really wasn't. There was a couple. I know we, we ended up probably getting some of the more heavier ones. Yeah. And, or pre-ordering them. But there still many. wasn't very many. Yeah, Origins, which wasn't there, which we pre-ordered, was probably maybe the heavier one. Iki yeah. I got, but that... Merchants, that, Merchants of the Dark Road was, is a pre-order, so no one's having that yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I have Old Tree, but that's like a cooperative game, so I feel like the weight is always never never super accurate sometimes yeah. on those games. Yeah, for sure. And I'm looking forward to playing those heavy games, but it was easy to get those light ones to the table last week. After just being exhausted from Gen Con, the best kind of game it was to get easy out. to get all these light games. So if you were looking for a heavy, in-depth game this episode... Yeah, not going to happen. Go to, go to pick another one. Maybe next time. Pick another one. Maybe next time. <laughs> go back and listen to another episode. That yeah. We talked about Lisboa one time. But there were three three winners. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are good oh, games. I liked all of those. Because uh, the more you talk about Land vs. Sea, I'm, I'm into... I'm, I'm excited gonna, to play. I, I know you're going to like it. I think Devin I think Devin might like it. Yeah. I think she might like it too. Yeah, I think she might like it. It's not. it's going to take you like two seconds to teach it. Cool. You know, so and, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Really quickly. So that is Land versus Sea. 
If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to, and just the uh, opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you all so much for your support. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that date night dice Jeff's had his eye on, please head on (laughs) over to patreon.com forward slash the GameCasters to help out. The GameCasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough GameCasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.com forward slash GameCasters and give us a follow and a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry, you do. You have to. (laughs) Twitch.tv forward slash The Gamecasters. It's mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to The Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of awesome, like-minded people. So check out our Discord server. I can understand people are like... Like Amanda said this to me one time. She's like, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Discord? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I, if I, it's a little intimidating. I get it. And it was like that for me. Um, I, I just talked about Amanda. Literally the second I just, I just said, saw that it pop just up on your up. computer. Oh, really? Hey, right. I have a question. Yeah. That's she all. I, I'll, I'll read it later. It's about Discord. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> How do you? <laughs> if, it, if it's about Discord, it's this about is Discord. amazing. Speaking of Amanda, while you look, Amanda, Matt, oh, I, I, I recently put on my stories, the the inbox, and just was like, hey, get caught up. We're recording this weekend. She's like, every time you post this, I think it's going to be episode 74. I'm like, well, <laughs> I got to get people to listen to the other ones first. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I would I would encourage you, go to the link tree on our Instagram page. Just jump in. It's really easy. It's really basically just like a messaging form. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, just message one of us and we'll send yeah, you a link. And- it's super easy to... It's just a big chat. Yeah, it's just a giant chat. There's just different chat rooms within this chat. And then we talk about games all the time. We talk about, yeah. Yeah, we have like a podcast forum, like one for the gateway. We have just a general chat where you can just talk about whatever the heck you want to. Again, one specific to the podcast. There's also voice channels. You can have phone calls with other people in the, Mm -hmm. and we do that. That's how we play games on Twitch and stuff. Well, it's now that time of the show where Jeff juggles and reads aloud all the things he asked you to provide in this episode's Instagram inbox. Ah, did you guys know he juggles while da, doing da, this? Da, 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 da. I asked, he both of you, yeah, I never mentioned that, but he does. I it's can super juggle. Impressive. He just juggles. I can only juggle, yeah, three things. I can't yeah. juggle anything more. Me, me I used but to I can all, it only has to be, it has, it can't like juggle like bowling pins. It can't be chainsaws. <laughs> yeah. Or chainsaws. Or like. Cylindrical things Something like apples. Fire. Yeah, I can yeah, juggle. I can juggle fire. that too. Well, I could juggle them on fire. I would just be, end up You'd being be on, on fire. fire. Yeah, yeah like if those true. apples like, on fire, ow, I would just ow, be on fire. fire. You're a flame. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I need to get ready. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, well, well. It's me, the Mad Board Gamer, and this is the Instagram inbox. He's so mad. He's and mad. He's angry. I wanted to know what your guilty pleasure was. Yeah, me too. Because I did. <laughs> I don't really know why. Because it would probably be fun. That's like something Scarlett says. Yeah. Like, why'd you do that? Because I did. Because I did. Because. Because. Yeah. yeah. Why'd you do that? Because. Because I wanted to. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Because I do. <laughs> so I, I do. thought so about. Because I do. Do you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was an answer one time for me. How do you. Do you guys have any guilty pleasures? Probably. probably. I used to. I used to. Um, 
there was a show <laughs> called The Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and I watched it. Yeah, and I couldn't stop. Like watching by it. yourself, you were yeah. like, I, like, have I to was watch like, this. this is really. This and you're is... like, I'm never telling anybody that I'm watching. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to tell hundreds of, of potential <laughs> listeners on a podcast someday. Um, yeah, that was a my guilty pleasures. I think mostly revolve around like TV shows that are probably skewed towards younger people. Because <laughs> I also watched Riverdale. Oh, okay. Yep, that's like the Archie comic. Yeah, the Archie comic. Day. I mean, mostly for the. The pretty ladies. Yeah, for Lily Reinhardt. <laughs> Lily Reinhardt is all, and yeah, so that and yeah, Vampire Diaries was more guilty. I was, I was more like, I should not be. Watching I don't, this. don't tell anybody this. Yeah, I should. This should not be something I watch. Natalie, you got one? You're still um, thinking of it? Yeah, I don't know. Think I about mean, it. it's probably we'll like there's probably like TV shows and stuff. I don't know if this is a guilty pleasure, but it's kind of embarrassing this to me <laughs> that I feel like I sl- if I like have the chance, I sleep in like I'm a teenager. <laughs> That's okay. I wouldn't feel guilty about that. If you're, you know, and you're in the work. I do feel guilty about it, though, because remember that one time Frankie called and I like, she oh, like woke Frankie. me up and I'm just like, hello. And she was like, hey, blah, 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 blah. She's like, what's wrong with you? And, and I was just like, nothing. And Ryan's like, she just woke up when she answered the phone. And I was like, didn't want to tell her. Well, when people get up early, they, they, they get angry at people who sleep in. Yeah. Cause yeah. They, yeah like, I can't Cause it was like in. 11 or 1130 or something. That's great. I slept till 1 p.m. yesterday. Yeah, Damn. you've been having trouble sleeping. Yeah, sleep 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 eludes up. me. So man, yeah. I have. I think a lot of mine revolve maybe around like TV shows. I watch a lot of like reality shows, which yeah. I'm not like yeah. too. I don't like. I'm not shameful about, or I don't feel. But like I think guilt. those are you're right. But those are like, like textbook guilty pleasures. Yeah, it's like yeah. so. Yeah, when There's I watch, no I watch like Big Brother constantly, or Survivor, or The Amazing yeah. Race, but also things like my 600 pound life and mm-hmm. hoarders and all those kind of stuff that yeah. but you think of yourself like well i'm not the only one because those shows yeah, are those still are on popular. absolutely that's what actually okay i thought of one a long time ago when in a podcast far far away when i was married before <laughs> it was i was i would watch like keeping up with the kardashians but i was so embarrassed that like every time like he would walk yeah, in the room it. yeah i would like change it the, the previous, the previous channel button has always come in handy <laughs> yeah. that might be the best invention on a remote ever so i asked people what are your guilty pleasures and i didn't like preface it and say like it needs to be board game related or anything like that so i just said tell me a little bit about yourself so this is kind of cool learning about a yeah, lot of our I'm listeners because the a lot of these answers are from listeners that we know personally and have talked to a lot about so this is kind of this is a fun one so date night dice mm-hmm. guilty pleasure making ryan play skull king ah! um they must love it <laughs> yeah i heard that you just kept trying to go get snacks over and over again before i was the game trying started, to do or... literally like, anything, anything i could to get, to, out per- to get out of it yeah i was just like <laughs> yeah oh you guys want some cheese and they're like we're so full i'm like oh you need some oh, cheese. oh you need some yeah there's this picture where i'm pointing a knife yeah at emily like <laughs> what do you want for what food you want? i'll be here for a while roberto sheer boredom Guilty pleasure, watching The Devil Wears Prada while drinking enough to not finish it. Okay, I like that movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. I like that movie a lot. I don't actually. know if I've seen it like all the way. I think I've seen it piece by piece. It's really good, man. actually just watched it like a couple months it's ago. Good. It's a good one. Roberto's with you. It's a good, I like it. It's got Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> Stanley, Emily Stanley Blunt. Tucci. Emily Blunt's also Meryl in that. Street. Okay. Yep. And awesome. Is it is Anne Hathaway? Hathaway Anne Hathaway, Hathaway is the main, okay. is the lead. Yep. It's also got that, Stanley Tucci. That Tucci? guy from Entourage and the guy Stanley from Tucci? You mean the Stanley Office Tucci? slash Mad Men. Ah, Stanley Tucci. Ah, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> the board game It's got guy. Stanley Tucci and oh, Stanley Tucci. The board, oh, right. Rich Stanley Summer Tucci. Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Son of Thunder Games, guilty pleasure is listening to the Gamecasters. <laughs> hey, oh. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Nestor, good one. 
throwing 80s movie references to high school kids who weren't born yet. <laughs> that's amazing. I do stuff like that where you just Wait, say that's things. That's a guilty pleasure, though? Well, it's just like you say something about? to just purposely go over their head. Yeah. You know, okay. Just for your own okay. sort of ha ha ha. Yeah, like yeah. it makes you laugh. Like if there were another adult in this room, they would find they that would funny. They would get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like one thing because they, they're all together. There's 30 friends in the same room. That? No, it's right, just. Like, yeah. It's funny, though. It's really funny. It is really funny. Yeah. Ameritrash talk. I'm not sure which one answer, but reality TV, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, what I mean. I feel like reality, like when you said you watch a lot of reality TV, you're not like ashamed of it. But I feel like reality TV is a, like a textbook yeah. guilty pleasure. Because when yeah. you when we come on the show and we talk about banter and you're like, what show are you watching? I'm like, oh, I'm watching The White Lotus. I'm watching Nine Perfect Strangers. I'm not. Like, I've told you I've watched Big Brother, but like that, I'm obsessed with Big Brother. It's on three days a week. I'm, I watch it every day. Um, and so uh, Amerid Trash Talk mentioned specifically Total Bellas, which I don't know. I haven't heard of that. And then also romance novels. So I don't know if that's separate. If oh, romance novels man. is like, that's, that's got to be separate. That's a guilty pleasure that's because a those pleasure. are yeah. not good. <laughs> those really? I've read a couple and they're just trashy, like Do they all talk about, about throbbing? Yes. yes. Yeah. It's, all, it's what it's you just, would think it would be. It's sex books. And like, the story nice. is just, all the stories are the same. Just input a different person's name with a different yeah. occupation and maybe a different. Well, the sex one author like the, isn't there like an author? Like that. <laughs> I've seen those movies. Um, I think the isn't there one author that's like famous for this and they yeah she basically just like reproduces yeah. the same book over and over again. Anyway, the McMeeples. I don't know if this is Sam or Mc. I think this is Sam because Michaela answers separately. Own, yeah. Spicy chicken sandwiches from Chick Fil A. What? I don't know if that's guilty? a guilty pleasure, but it could be because Chick Fil A is a shitty company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. So maybe that's yeah, it. You don't yeah, want to know. Yeah. You don't want people to know. So me, that was the that was like the main reason we didn't we hadn't gone there. They're so a terrible company. I was just like, I don't know. And well, then we were like, we, we were like, we're hungry. Let's separate the art from the artist for a moment and go yeah. have the food. And well, a lot of a lot of I do this with a lot of things. If people like really, if something's really popular and everyone loves it, and I've never like tried it or seen it or whatever, I have. <laughs> I have this I thing where I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to be like everyone else, and I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. So I kind of felt like I get that it because you're not in. Yeah. You wanna, yeah. Right. I'm like way far behind. I don't know what it's all about, and I don't want to be part of it now. That's how I was and with sex. That's how. I, so that's how I was with <laughs> oh, Chick Fil A. You yeah, know, like everybody's like, stupid. oh, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A, and like the lines are so long, and I'm like. Pfft. Like that's stupid, and then we try it, and I'm like, "Damn it!" It was so. <laughs> now I'm a Chick Fil A lover. I gotta try the spicy. Yeah, we don't have. <laughs> we don't have a lot. There's a couple that have been oh, that opening around us, so we also grew up without Chick Fil A. Yeah, we didn't. It, have it was never one of the, was our, our things. Well, it, I went to Oakland University, and they had a Chick Fil A in the Go food Grizzlies. Court. <laughs> and so, like, I remember like being like, "What's the big deal?" Like, I don't remember it being like fantastic back then. I think I tried it, and I was like, "Yeah, some chicken." Yeah, like, college kids. But I was yeah in college. <laughs> it is really good. Janelle, emotional cyborg. She sent me an answer, and I'm not sure I know most of these words, so yeah, I'm just going to read them to that you. Sounds like okay. Typical that sounds like Janelle. So Janelle's guilty pleasure is crisps oh. and purple turtle, where I get English chips and cheese toasties with a shake. Purple. I'm writing this in Google. She just said purple turtle, where I get English, English chips, chips and cheese and toasties cheese with a shake. With I would like you all shake. to understand that Janelle lives in the United States of America. She lives in Utah. Purple turtle is a restaurant. Purple turtle is a restaurant. Okay. okay. English chips are are French French fries. Cheese toasties are grilled cheese. Yes. So if you're curious of what Janelle actually means, you should go look and you the do menu not of live purple in purple turtle and see if they actually call it crisps and toasties or if they call it grilled cheese and fries. I can check out the menu right now. <laughs> yeah. And Janelle, here yeah, we so go. she calls it. So cheese toasties are grilled cheese, okay. which I've never heard. I had being never called heard a that. My entire I, that either. I thought you had said that you did know no. that. 
I'm, so no. it was the three of us then. Because this happened on stream. Yeah, yeah. and no one said anything. And I was me. like, Ryan, I, I have not yeah, heard Yeah, I was either. like, nope, you guys know what this is. And yeah, I thought it was just me and you. That yeah, uh, didn't I, I never heard, heard of like, cheese toasties. toasties. No, it says right here. Toasties. Grilled cheese. Yeah. The well. Purple Turtle Junior Menus. She just wants to confuse us. That's yeah, she just wants to confuse us. So she just put everything that she knew we didn't understand <laughs> right into one sentence. French, French fries. French fries. <laughs> the purple turtle side menu. French fries. It doesn't say Does chips, Janelle. Does she go Janelle. to the purple turtle and order crisps Can I have Can yeah, I have toasties? Yeah, I wonder what I have. <laughs> the waitress is like, I excuse chips me? chips and cheese toasties, Yeah, did she please? sit there and order, yeah, cheese toasties with chips? <laughs> and expect to get a grilled cheese with French fries? Yeah, Janelle, tell and us what like, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm You have more to explain. <laughs> I said we're two away. Two, we're yeah. Losing Europe. That's yep, one. That's one. <laughs> that was for Jim. We can't do anymore. <laughs> Jim knew it. We're two hours in, and he he knew it was coming yeah. sooner. So later. Janelle, let us know if you go to the purple cow. Is that what it's called? The purple turtle. Purple turtle. Are you purple actually cow, ordering? Are you saying, "Hey, I, I want some. I want a cheese toasty and, and some toasties. crisps." <laughs> All right. Thanks, Janelle. That was her only one answer. I thought Janelle, I was going to get Janelle more. Janelle might be the most entertaining person to talk to. Yeah. She's definitely I thought to I was going to get more answers from her, but I only got one. So she, that, that oh, was her wow. guilty pleasure. And she's, she's exceptionally good at drawing on garlic phone. Ooh, she she one of the good ones? Is she? She's not good like the Bulbasaur guy, but she, I feel like. <laughs> Who's the Bulbasaur guy? Compared to the rest of us. He's like, got a name, probably. Know, like, she's way better than all of us. His name is like. Is that the. It's like something something sixty nine. <laughs> it's, it's like, like, like his name dong. on Twitch. Oh, he's yeah, been very like cool. Dong. Yeah, he's no, been very cool on the stream and all this kind of stuff. Awesome, but yeah, it's like the name is like, like it's probably better to call him um, Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur guy. guy. All right, Bulbasaur. Guy. We'll call him Bulbasaur. <laughs> so bad board game covers says he said. I can't believe I'm finally admitting this. Yes, it's board games. Oh, he's like, it. I have hundreds in my house. You know what that reminds me of is um, board with life. Yeah, the the guy who's closeted. He's a gay guy who's in the closet about playing board games. Yes, right. He's open, <laughs> which is game, funny because that could yeah. be a guilty yeah. pleasure for anybody not listening to this podcast, right? Who like play board games. A lot, most of the world doesn't play board games, so yeah. saying that could be yeah, one. I don't know if it, I would call that a guilty pleasure though. But it could like be in the right setting. Is something that if you tell people you do it, they'll make fun of you for it. Right in the I right mean, setting, it could be weird. Like, dude, could, you spend yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars on board games. Like, like if you're in oh, a place you mean, where like no mean, one else plays board games, and you're like, they're like, what are you doing? They're like, um, playing board games, and they're like, what? Nerd. I always okay, think yeah, yeah, pleasure. Something side you don't yeah, want to be like. Judged I mean, in for. our community, it's yeah. not like that because we all play board games. Yeah. Um, bad board game covers also said listening to screamo. Screamo. What is screamo? I think it's like screamo music. Is it like screamo music? Right. It's like. I think it's music where they just yell at you. Like, <gasps> Screamo is an aggressive subgenre of emo yeah. that emerged in the early 90s, emphasizing willfully experimental dissonance and dynamics that Phil Ragaud should be very embarrassed about. They just uh, scream. Who, I think there's just like emotional screaming at you. Phil, this is bad boarding covers. This is the Haitian sensation. sensation. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Phil Jinx. Ragaud, right? I can yeah. see that being... A, yeah, that would be one where you're like, all right, I'll listen to this in my car. strongly influenced like, by my headphones. And yeah. characterized <laughs> by the use of screamed vocals. Yep. Huh. Mick Dave Mick loves book shopping. Loves going to places, looking at books, and buying yeah, books. I think I and he also said him. he's like you would be he's a book for how many games he hasn't played. He has more than books that more books that he hasn't he's read. read. <laughs> and I think that's that's a normal thing of a collector. You go to a bookstore, you're like yeah. this seems cool, and it ends up on a shelf. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I might there's read this someday. There's something yeah. about going to like a Barnes and Noble and just like walking around. And Again, like, I'm 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 not I'm not going to call people out here, but I don't think a lot of these I would feel guilty about. Buying books is a guilty pleasure. You're guilt. You feel guilty about doing that. 
I don't know. I think books is a very Maybe normal. Maybe like judged for. I don't know. Books. Yeah. Books All right. How about Christmas? this one? All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> Board game snobs. This is Gabby. Yes. Gabby gave me two of them. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I don't feel guilty, but <laughs> ASMR is pleasing to my ears. Okay, that I feel like I is yeah. a good brain example. tingles. That's weird. Pleasure. He says he gets yeah. brain tingles. I I like that too. I showed Natalie once. I was like, watch this guy eat this honeycomb. Isn't it awesome? And she didn't. She was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's great. Like, oh, never, never. Yeah. Tell no, like, I'll never talk about it ever again. You want to like drink something on? On your microphone, yeah, okay. just oh, to like, yeah. give him yeah, a little bit of brain true. tingles. Ryan would watch those things where like people like cut it, cut into stuff, and he was like, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Ew!" Like, like, oh, you ruined like, my ASMR. Why do you watch this? Uh, so Gabby also said he likes he likes baking bread semi nude. <laughs> oh my god! I said that show probably needs to be on Food Network. That See, is hilarious. hilarious. See, Gabby these baking are guilty bread pleasures nude. right yeah. here. This is this is this yeah. is what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's stuff that you're ashamed. To. Yeah, it's not like I play guitar. Like well, that's um, not a guilty. Being pleasure. friends official, Evan said. His guilty pleasure is feeling guilty. It's a beautiful cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling guilty. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Our German buddy, Thomas. Right, Thomas? Osgore. Osgore. Listening to a podcast called The Gamecast. (laughs) Yep, that's two. (laughs) Um, Jim Gamers is my other three wives. This is guilty pleasure. <laughs> Wait, is that a show or is he like? No, that's like. I think that's him making a show about having other women. Yeah, that's great. That's Kelly, great. the geek chic gamer. That's great. Her guilty pleasure. This is another good one. <laughs> Eating cookies in the car so my kids don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say food seems like another one. Another good like, guilty pleasure. Hide, you know, like late night snacking. Like, don't tell anybody I ate this after you went to bed, um, kind of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah I was thinking like her, food. Like, kid, like, she doing it yeah, on the window. What are you doing oh, in here? Yeah. Chips Ahoy. No, Those no, are mine. No, no, Your kids no, did that. Oh, Remember right that one time they like went to bed and we like ate ice cream? Oh my gosh. And then we left the bowls on the table and oh, they, they come down and Cameron's like, I know what you guys Little did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you did. I know. I know what Son happened. Bitch. I saw that bowls on the table. <laughs> Those were, that was Nenon's <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> like he caught us. Like. Yeah. And you were like, uh. Yeah. But we were. We were like, oh shit. Yeah. You got caught. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I know what you did. Yeah. Oh, it was like a long time ago. He was probably like six or seven or something. <laughs> um, Plurpy. Plurpy first answered, none. Who has the time? And then he said, oh, wait, never mind. It's candy. <laughs> he said, I was thinking about movies and TV first, but he says it's candy. Yeah. He's got like candy wrappers probably stuffed everywhere so people don't see. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Michaela from the McMeeples says hers, which is more popular than you might think, popping pimples. It's her guilty special or pleasure, especially when it's someone else's. Oh, that's my sister. There are a that's lot of people sister. who like that. Yeah. She's right. not alone in that. There's a I show. Mean, I think it's it's still like good. You, it should still that is that's that's a perfect example. You should feel guilty about that. You that's feel a, a little bit guilty so about that pleasure. We also had a little conversation. She said she was going to say how she obsesses over people's veins. Oh, she's a nurse. Yeah, she's oh. a nurse. And. That she's like, I don't think that people would understand that. I'm like, so you do you like walk around and go like, yeah, what does that mean? Damn, like, they got some a good, good veins. Wow, look at those veins. She says she like yeah. checks out people's veins at the grocery store. <laughs> and we're like, look and see if they have. She's like, and then she said, it's a nurse's thing, and my friends talk about it. She said, nothing better than getting a patient with pipes for veins. It's just easier to like get blood out of. Yeah. We might have to, Sam. You need to run away. <laughs> Sam, you need to. A few she, episodes, we said Mary. You if, you're, if your veins are not pipe like, she's going to. I bet he's got. I bet you. Sam's got pipes. He's got pipes for veins. I bet he's yeah. got. Pipes. I think what we're learning right now is that is what Michaela is attracted to in Sam. Yeah. Maybe Sam's he's like, man, like, I thought my personality maybe and face he's just were like sparkling, but yeah. no, no, it's my veins my and my God, zits. It's veins, everyone. Yeah. I got all these back yeah. and yeah. <laughs> Michaela loves yeah. me. He my like back pops his veins, veins, and she's like, oh, let's go to the bathroom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bleed on me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I got two more. Ben Derek 13 says his guilty pleasure is Ryan James Yay. with a bunch of kissy faces. Ooh. And to to wrap this up, homemade soda. <laughs> Sent me Wait, is, that the, is that the guilty pleasure? No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's the username. We, we, know, we know homemade soda. Yeah, this is a joke. Lives, yeah. lives in Michigan. Oh, yeah, right. So homemade soda. Uh, sent me a message and said, you know, sorry I was drinking. I responded to your message, <laughs> to your question. He said, I listen to oh, board game. Yeah, no, this is it. I listen to board game podcasts okay. while masturbating. Hey! Oh, hey! And that's the inbox. Guilty pleasure. Those were fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Some of them were, I didn't think personally were very guilty. Other than Michaela. Michaela, you should it's feel all about massive people's amounts own of shame and guilt for yeah. that. Feelings. That's a know? joke, by the way. Michaela, yeah. we love you. It's a joke. Yeah. It is gross though. <laughs> it's gross, but it's 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 awesome. But I know it's other people like that. My sister likes that. There's like videos on YouTube of people like there. There's yeah, an popping, entire show called Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah. She's like has oh, million. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. go on there. It's she I does mean, a lot of I, stuff with like. Well, I think it's the same. It's a similar things. thing. Like that provides probably like an ASMR type yeah. experience for her. I yeah. get it. I get. I get it. I don't I, get it. I get it. She gets she it too. Gets it. Natalie gets it. People. I don't get it on other people, but like on myself. Like if you like pop a zit and like. Stop. Let's move on. Gross. Fucking it, like, that was I, I think you might like popping on other people. satisfying because you're no. like, you're like good. I think you might like popping on other people now. You're talking like you could potentially it scar. It could scar. I'm, I have like a weird thing that I've just been realizing lately Shit. that like I can't. <laughs> Too late for me. Yep. Fuck. It's, I almost feel like it's almost like a, I don't even know. It's not like a tick or like a. It's like a murderous feeling. <laughs> it's more like I, I just want to get a little like stabby. An, an I'm a little stabby. It's like an obsession. Lately. But it's like, yeah, if like there's any, like, I'll, I don't know, you might have noticed me. Like, Say it. If we're sitting on the couch and I like, I'll be like feeling like my arm or like my face. And if I feel something that's not like smooth, like, I can't help like picking at it or like. You're a picker. Yeah. And no, I'm just that, like, that's I'm a normal. like, stop. My I'm, I'm like not that. surprised that was not until People pick their nails. Yeah, pick my nail or pick on my arm. Yep. Whatever. People are. My dad would do that until his legs bleed. This is yeah. a board like, gaming podcast. Board. <laughs> oh my gosh, crazy! That's right. Another association train has pulled into the station, and so without further ado, are you all ready to hear what I've gotten today's association station? Ryan had some time to script. That's what this means. Yeah, had a little more time. If you've never heard of the association station, what we do is I come up with ten games and provide clues to Jeff and Natalie, trying to get them to associate what I've said in some way with a game. Now it's my crazy brain, so it doesn't always work, but when it does, it's usually a blast. Jeff, if I say period anger, what game do you think I might be talking about? Blood Rage. Yes, Blood Rage. And away we go. Yay. Are you guys ready for this? Here we are with a special Gen Con edition Whoa. of the Association so Station. Hold on. Natalie this needs to measure. That's the only clue you will get. Natalie needs to measure how far this is away from. Number... Hold on. Okay. You, sorry, Natalie. You ringed um, in. What's number one? <laughs> everything clear out. The mimosas have been moved. We are... Is the bell skewed towards Natalie? No, it's fine. You just let me know. <laughs> Okay, I'm just here. Jeff's here. We're here for you, Natalie. Okay, so what's the, Okay, you've rung in twice now. What's the answer to number one? She's probably going to get it right. Don't it let her is. do that. I don't want to say because it might be one of the answers you have. True. Number one. We ready? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Moon City. Jeff. Luna Capital. Yes, Natalie let me get that one. No, I didn't. She looked at me. <laughs> All right. I'm more impressive than you think. way faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> number. So now you understand how the game works. Yeah. Number two. 
The taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. Natalie. Juicy fruit. Oh, juicy fruits. Very good. What the hell is that? <laughs> juicy fruit is, is a that gum. a commercial? Well, juicy I get that. Commercial, yeah. That's what the thing is. Yeah. The taste, juicy fruit is gonna move ya. It tastes so good, it'll go right through you like no. Juicy stop. Fruit. The taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. So that that's the song in a commercial. Yeah. What that about was double like mint? The, no, the, double mint gum. That's different. Well, that was it was old. I'll say that this was old. This was back in the nineties, maybe. But that's the only I thing I associate with Juicy Fruit is that song. Okay. Uh, Natalie, okay. question. I'm going to listen back. Did you say sure. Juicy Fruit or Juicy Fruits? Fruits. <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me in the eyes and said, like, you asked her, and then she looked at me and said, Fruits. Like the judge, <laughs> you know? Juicy Fruit yeah. is the gum. I juicy think I have called that game Juicy Fruit a couple times, just yeah. because it's that. Yeah. I can make a game it's called Fruit Stripes. <laughs> yeah. Fruit Stripes. It only lasts like three game. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. That'd be a good one. That's a Come good on, you never had fruit stripes before? Fruit stripes gum, you chew it like yes, one time, yes, the flavor's yeah, gone. It's gone. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have. Zing. In her head, this all happened simultaneously. Does that have like a zebra? <laughs> yeah, it's a zebra. Okay, yeah, 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 fruit yeah, yeah. stripes. That's a good, that's good. All right, number three. Similar farts. <laughs> similar farts? Similar or farts? No, similar farts. <laughs> Jeff. It's toot and comment. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> because two is the fart. And then we have similar ones because it's in common. <laughs> you should have got the fart one. <laughs> Number <Wow>. four. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Gotta hand it to you. Yeah, okay, you're that's fine. What, typically, she's like, whatever. What? Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Oh. Yeah, I get it. Oh, Move I on. get it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Number four. What I think about Natalie's looks. It better be a good one. <laughs> I know. What if it's like a terrible I name? I the game horrified. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's horrified? It's horrifying. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what I think about Natalie's looks. Jeff. Ten. Ten. Oh. You're a ten. Ten. I forgot about that. You're a ten, girl. Thank you. You're a ten. <laughs> Out of ten. She's more angry than happy. Yeah. She's not. I got it she's right. She's not like, oh, that's she's not she's taking like, the compliment. Oh, damn it, Jeff just got two in a fucking row. That's beating. I would give you a half a point for horrified because that was really. Funny. That was. Funny. I just was like, what does he think about me? I was like, oh. horrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's horrified. <laughs> oh god. Horrified. Natalie's look. Horrified. American monster. Number five, young seed. Ooh, Natalie got really ready on this one. The moment you said number five, her arm went from down to up on the table. I gotta get ready for this. I, gotta get <laughs> I didn't hear ready. what you said. What was oh, sorry. Clue? Young seed. Was that a ring? Yeah. Okay, Natalie. Old tree. Yeah, old tree. Old I was tree. like, old something. Yeah. I can't remember. It's old tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number, number six. Uh-oh. Here we go. Natalie's butt. Hmm. What would Ryan would say things probably about farting. He also likes your butt. He thinks that's one of your best qualities. <laughs> he <laughs> the thinks, best He quality. thinks it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah, back bottom is maybe your best quadrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back, yeah, back bottom. At least it's not Good. the tootin' one. God. Yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> hmm. Natalie's butt. Natalie's butt. What if, like, did you buy a game called, like, Supple? <laughs> supple? Or supple booty. Supple booty. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what... What if you just called it Juicy Fruits? <laughs> but it's probably not. Yeah, that one's already Taste the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. Hmm, Natalie's booty. Natalie's okay, we can move on. Butt. Natalie's butt is number six. 
Number seven. Nat Bud. Here we go. Number seven. Island Ocean Fight. <laughs> Just got it. Jeff. Lambert C. Lambert C. That was like pathetic. You're like, tick, tick, tick. Is it working? Number eight. Are you thinking of your butt? I am always thinking about your butt. Thank Natalie's you. butt. Number eight. Shitty game about yarn. <laughs> Art travel. Yeah. How'd you, oh, how'd you get that one? Oh man. What'd you guys really think that was of Art Travels? Least travels. clever clue you've ever had. <laughs> it was on purpose. I mean, <laughs> it was supposed to make you laugh. It worked. Number nine. nine. Oh my god, I have to leave so bad. Don't you, or do you have to go? You have to what? What'd you say? <laughs> what does he have to do? He's got a what so bad? He's hovering. I know, she knew. And then right before, she's like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I don't know that one word you said. I know, I have to, I didn't hear it either. I have okay, to okay, I'll tell you. Right? Okay. Oh my God, I have to Lee so bad. Don't you, or do you have to go? Lee? Is he saying the word Lee? Loop? The loop? Yeah, the loop. Oh, because Lee, like pee and poop. <laughs> <laughs> I get it out. Oh, so it's like Lee instead of P and Loop instead of Hoop. You <laughs> said Lee, but then I'm like, wait, yeah. maybe I misheard him. What and I don't want to get it ring wrong. in with the Loop. Oh, but okay. I was like, maybe he said leave, and that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I got to Loop the poop. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I get it, Lee and P. Uh, what's our score? Four to four. Oh. And the only thing that's on the board is Nelly's butt. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Number ten, Suicide Country. Suicide Country. Death. <laughs> oh, you have to ring it. All right, Natalie. Cutterland. Cutterland. Oh, Correct. that makes sense. Cutterland. All right, so we have Natalie's butt. If Jeff can get Natalie's, Natalie's butt, butt. <laughs> if I get Natalie's butt, I'll take pictures. <laughs> we get tied. <laughs> yes, you'll tie. And it's just Natalie's butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Natalie's butt. What else was that? <laughs> I... Natalie. Is it picture perfect? No. Ah, oh, that's, that's a good. That's answer. good. Oh, so now you're. The now I can think about it for a while. Okay, okay, let's yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're gonna it move been on. That, just FYI. Yeah, that would've been nice. Wow, he, you were, he already called you a ten, and now yeah, you're I called you a 10. demanding. And she did not care. Yeah, you were oh. like, oh, you're a ten. And he was it. just like, nice. Yeah. Okay, great. It's two in a row for Jeff. So we are going to end the the show here with our top five games that take a long time we're talking i mean we're not like war gamers okay so there's like games like advanced squad leader that maybe take like multiple days like that many hours of you know time to complete we're not talking about that we are what you're gonna say something Mm-mm. oh you had your I'm mouth just, open I'm looking at me in the eyeballs okay i'm gonna ding in about natalie's butt oh jeff oh. okay Trying to lead the path of oh no. So Ryan has start the the one couple before was boosting up your confidence. I think this yeah, one is taking it down. What is it? I think it might be like a, like your butt being a very hot place, and your butt is furnace. Is it furnace? <laughs> Ding! Yay, furnace! <laughs> You can come up with anything better than that. <laughs> he built you up to knock you down. I called your looks a 10. <laughs> you just got a furnace butt. <laughs> furnace butt. 
You have a furnace butt. <laughs> no, you do. You do. <laughs> I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> you guys tied for the first time tied. in forever. Wow, yeah. Like a long that's that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Jeff got Moon City as Luna Capital before I even finished the I word, know. which is great. Natalie got Juicy Fruits almost as similar as yeah. quickly. Jeff got Tootin Common. I got a fart one. <laughs> Okay, let's keep this moving. Okay, so these are the top five games that take a long time to play. But we're not talking about those super long games that are war games. We're talking more like, you know, Euro style games, mostly what we play, or Ameritrash games, even that, you know, more than two and a half hours, probably. You know, less than that is not like super long. You know, you know, you know what I mean. I know. I, I don't know that many games that take two and a half hours. Do it. Are you creating your list on the fly? On the I fly. have a list. I just I'm not feeling very confident about it. Well, if you say something like, um, like Codenames do it. So I'm here's. Like, oh, shit on that. Uh, do I get to start? <coughs> uh, we'll go. Bad. Jeff, Natalie. Me. Okay. Here's why I think this list was tough to make because you can go on Board Game Geek and you can search through your game list. You can search through all the game lists. Most boxes don't advertise that the game takes two and a half plus hours. Yeah, I feel like you have to look at the box and be like, okay, I remember this. This took for fucking hours. Yeah, because some games are like, oh, it says an hour to two. I mean, like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Right? Like, we yeah. played Euphoria, and it, on the box it says 60 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, that's like, bullshit. Yeah, that's like that game takes two hours. Just tell me it takes two hours. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. You can, So if you went on and searched, like, two and a half hours, you might not get every game that is taking really long. So you do have to like look. It's got to be a marketing strategy. It's got to be like people tend to want to purchase things that are quicker for. Yeah, you know, it's for sure. For and it's like, oh, and and on your 10th play, it'll take an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a heavy game, long game. Number five is Dominant Species. Ooh, yeah. Um, That game is heavy. I have not played it. It's a good one. Which is crazy because Bill's had that for as long as we've been playing games. And I yeah. Just never, and they just never they released the newer version, the Marine Yes. marine one so you can be a bunch of sea creatures instead yep. of land creatures i've played with the mosquitoes and i've played with some other it's maybe it's just the insects but whatever you've played with you can play with a different species and you're there's some area control to it and it's it's a long game um but it's good you're thinking the whole time it doesn't feel like it's dragging it's just a heavy long it's probably it's definitely above two hours i think it's probably short of three most of the time, depending on who you're playing with, but I think were it's in that you two and the half one hours. telling me recently also that mosquitoes are being like genetically? Yeah, removed I think from there's the a real oh. push that they're trying to just kill them. That's the best idea anyone's ever had. <laughs> because I think that there's <laughs> been decades and decades of studies showing that they do not provide anything to any ecosystem. Okay, that removing them would not cause any disturbance. Interesting. That a- any animal that eats mosquitoes. Can get more it sustenance can, elsewhere. Yes, uh, like it's not even a, a big fraction of their diet. You know, they don't. It's not like they pollinate anything. Like if uh, bees were gone, that's yeah, a huge thing, deal. right? But like, right. yeah, I think that it'd be cool in our lifetime if they were just gone. It'd be interesting. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. You send can you imagine out. Imagine not having another mosquito bite ever again on the that bottom be, of the arch of your foot or on your be eyelid. So yes, anywhere on your face. A few mosquitoes. <laughs> Fuck mosquitoes. Dominant species number five. Nice, very good. <laughs> Natalie, what's your number five? Okay, my number five. As I'm writing it right now. No, I have <laughs> four, I have species. five and four written down. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man, god. we might need to pause. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> my number five. I took a slightly different approach with some of these. I went short. <laughs> yeah. So, Twister. Instead of it being like two hours or more in one sitting, 
I just had the total gameplay. So my number five is what? Clank Legacy. Oh, I it see. It takes many, okay. many hours All to right. complete that entire sure. Good one. campaign or okay. whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. That's your number five. Yes, it is. Better work on your number three, two, and one while I we're wanna, talking next. I want to play the, the Clank Legacy. It's good. We have like legacy games going. Joe is Joe keeps buying legacy games that we start. Yeah. Um, and I, and I feel like I always want to play them, and then we, they never get played. Yeah. But it's the problem of legacy games. Well, yeah, it's also tough when I mean, you wrote your your game choice in, in the group that you're in with Bill and them. You're you only get to pick once like a month. Yeah, yeah, it's like and once so a month because like, there's four. Do we want to so only play this legacy week, game yeah. at game night? Mm-hmm. I could see how that could be a, a yeah. little problematic. Now, number five for me is a game we recently played in the last uh, couple of weeks to months. Um, I really enjoyed it. I kind of wanted to play it solo. I've heard the solo game is really awesome, but it took us multiple days to get through. It's hours and hours long, and this game is Space Corp. Space, 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 space. I completely yeah. forgot we played that game. That's, yeah. that's of honestly you when you said this list, I was like, one of you is going to say that because that was a bit because the eras, right? right? There's like Corp, three and I was eras. like, oh, we haven't played that yet. <laughs> oh, God damn, it. we haven't played that one. God damn it. We- <laughs> Natalie forgets. You the she forgets. Yeah, like like two episodes yeah, like ago. Two episodes. It's like a month ago. So that game is incredibly long. You play. Um, yes, it was. That's the one with the three different phases. That's the one. That's right. Okay. Another three one. different phases. I remember. It was Another essential. Another essential. <laughs> oh my god. So number five for me, Space Corp. Uh, what's the what are the years on it? Twenty. Twenty. Next time you should play it is in twenty twenty five. Okay. So wait a little <laughs> Good bit. Good idea. Wait a few yeah, years. Wait, yeah. Wait a few years. Oh, wait, this all happen yet? Jeff, what is your number four? My number four is a game I recently played again uh, for the second time, which is one of five, one of Ryan's favorite games, but a different edition. Mm. The game Gaia Project is a long mm-hmm. game. With four people, it's a long game. Sure. Yeah. It takes us pretty much all of game night. We start at seven, we end at ten. You know, th- there's there's a half an hour of goofing around or just refreshing the rules, but it is definitely a two plus hour game. When you get to the end and every turn matters and you're trying to crunch those final numbers yeah. and crunch those final turns, it gets long. Yeah. But it doesn't feel epically long because while I'm trying to take my long turn, everybody else is trying to figure yeah, out their long turn, do, right? right? So it's heavy enough where it keeps everybody involved. Uh, and it's it's one of the few games that we play on game night that we only get through that one. A lot of times we play a two-hour game, then we got a half hour and we play something else. But that one, I think Terramisco you can definitely get through in two. Yeah, with the addition of the 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 tracks, yeah, in Gaia Project, it, it definitely increases. The yeah, because it adds an extra. Yeah, it adds an extra. Yeah, it adds extra some girth to it. <laughs> the bulbousness. You want some bulbous, bulbous yeah, maximus. Kinda, yeah, pipe yeah. vein. Bulbous, bulbousor. Yeah, you yeah. want some bulbousor. Want those pipe game. veins. Yeah, <laughs> and the bulbousor. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number four Gaia Project. Very good. Very game. good. Love that game, Natalie. What is number four for you? You have it written down. I know. I just don't like my list. Swister. I never I know. I was just thinking about Twister. I was like, I wish I could come up with something like that, but I can't. <laughs> okay, so what do you got for us? Um, so I got Mechs vs. Minions. <laughs> You're just coming up with campaign Those games. Those are the only two. <laughs> they take like an hour to play. <laughs> no, they take 10 hours to play. Okay, yeah, okay. Boom. In Boom. Your face. You, my, your face. face me. You just dummy. faced me. What an idiot I am. I'll allow it. I mean, who gives a shit? Well, if care. you sat down, just, yeah, played it over and over. Played over and over. It's going to take you that I played long. Happy Salmon for two hours straight. It's a long game. It's a long ass happy salmon. 
One time I played all the Azuls back to back to back. up both of you. <laughs> what do you have, Number Ryan? four for me is a game that I love. I love this fucking game so much. I feel like we literally never finish it when we play it because it takes forever. It takes a long ass time, but it's so much fun. But we never finish it and it bums me out. What it's is Forgotten it? Waters. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We played one. it at, at the Mini Nerd Fest and we didn't finish it. And I'm so bummed because we never will. All that stuff that we did is just that's not going to get played. You know what? Not again. with it's that not get played. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just oh, yeah, so that, Nerd Fest that right around every the time. Yes, yes, we do. Um, but yeah, it happens every every time I play it. It's it's so much fun, but it's very very long. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to get through. Maybe we can play it at Joe's Extra Life twenty four hour fundraiser. Ooh, you play it for twenty four hours. It's long, the long game. All right, Jeff, what's your number three? My number three is called This War of Mine. Ooh, yeah. This War of Mine is something that could take a very short period of time, depending on how fast you die. Okay. But getting through the entire game and winning and being successful takes between two and three hours. Yeah. And it's a very immersive game, which I like, because if I'm going to be at a table for three hours and not, you know, necessarily be that crunching turns like a Gaia Project or... Or something deeper. I like being immersed in this story that's being told. Whether it's like it's the most depressing story. That's yeah. Because you're like you're trying to survive a, a civil war in a country, right? And you live in this broken down you're just house. A random civilian. Yeah, you're a random civilian. So it's like the war is happening around you, and you're just trying to survive. And you uncover these cards in the house, and you build stuff, and you can go out at night and go to these different places. It was based on a, a, a Steam game, game right? a video game, yeah, which you played, right? Which I played a bunch of, and I was super pumped. It was, I, was, I think it's an Awakened Realms game. It is. I don't, I don't, again, I don't want to say it's their first one, but it was early on. It's um, one of, if it's not their first, it's one yeah. of their first. And the production's through the roof. And it's something that you can really, for three hours, just kind of like you can get into, mm-hmm. um, whether you win or lose. And it's playing the game, the video game, it was hard to win. Playing the board game is also hard to win. <laughs> Dave and I many times have played it, started it, taken pictures, done our save points, and then come back to it. So I think it's my number first. three. Is there first? I think. Number three. I guess I don't know. Natalie, it's, what is your number three? My number three is a game we've played together called Detective. Yay, yeah, detective. That's a that great one. A, uh, that would be like a whole night for Yes, us that does take a long that time. That's a good But that's not a good in like one. a typical board Son game way. It just took <laughs> us a long time to get through all the evidence and, you know, solve the case. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a great one. Thanks. Crack that case. Um, yeah, I got to crack that case. No, it was, that was a fun game. But you're right. It definitely took a, it takes a long time to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah. Awesome. Number three for me is, um, I guess, maybe sort of a cop out, but I don't give a shite because <laughs> Natalie put some... Max for his mini. That was so. that was I'm gonna, okay. Okay, it's uh, Vital Lacerda. <clears throat> ah, the Vital Lacerda. Yeah, the Vital Lacerda. All Lacerda's. of his. Yeah, every one of them. All every Vital Lacerda game I've played takes Can like three hours. No, keep it on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they all take like three hours to play. I mean, they're like really long games, yes. and they're they're incredible. They're very different than any other game designers' games. Long. Incredibly long. Incredibly girthous. Incredibly pipe veiny. Yep, bulbous. Yeah, bulbous. They're very bulbous. They're very um, pimply. You gotta pop those suckers. No, you don't want to do that. Okay, that's my number three. Vital Lacerda. It's Vital Lacerda. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard so many people pronounce his name incorrectly. Vital Lacerda. That's how they say. Well, that, that's Lacerda a little much, ridiculous. But, but <laughs> it's 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 Vital Lacerda. I think. Yep. I think we'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't, you, why don't you tell me your name? How do you pronounce your name? Hey, okay, this, goodbye. Is, this is this is Jeff Mang from the Gamecasters. Gamecasters. Why don't you tell me what your name is? <laughs> oh, Vital Lacerda? Like, my name is Vital Lacerda. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Ronger Bringer. All right, Jeff. What, mm, what well, my numbers two? two and one have now been taken. Mm. 
So no, no, do them anyway. Go, oh, go specific. I was gonna say on Mars was my number two. I had that as in this yeah, vital last. Yeah, I think spot. it needs. But I was like, I could have put easily put Lisboa, the gallerist, anyway, CO two. Yeah, so I guess my number two is on Mars. On the Mars. you know, there's the spaceman on the cover. It's. I think your number two would be Vital Lacerda, but you've only played two of them. Well, technically three. three. You did play uh, Vinos, Vinos, CO2, yeah, and On Mars. Right. Yeah, On Mars is... Oh, God, that's great. It's great. Yeah, On Mars very is so long, good. But very great. It is very long and great. Yeah, so I'll just stick to that number two. I love it. Now, Sorry, I changed my number two? one out. My number two is um, Caverna slash other Uwe games like that. Oh, you're going the cop out of Rosenberg. <laughs> Fields of Arl? Yeah. Did that take maybe this time? Did that take like three uh, hours? I don't think so. Three hours? Or two, two and a half. I don't four. even know if I played any games that take three hours besides <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> what about Lisboa? It was an hour and a half uh, just for the rules. I tried to forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to forget about you that. You played monikers for two hours straight. We played one time. Space Corp yeah. just like two weeks ago. It was like five hours. I just forget all these things. <laughs> well, you took that. Forgotten Waters takes so long. <laughs> I played any. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we played an acronym. It took like you don't three think and a half hours. takes like two hours. It takes like two hours. Okay, then that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so shut the you fuck can't. up. What's your number two? <laughs> you stupid idiot. Okay. <laughs> two hours is not okay. That's fine. That's long. That that's long. All right. Number two for me <laughs> is a game that if you play it with like four people. It has the potential of being quick, but this also has the potential of being one of the longest games ever. And it's Cosmic Encounter. We've had uh, games yeah. of this where it's we literally have had to be like, yeah. I'm done. We're going to go home. Yeah, I don't it's care. It's three in the you morning. Just, we, yeah, it's time to stop this. Because now. we all know that we just like jockey back and forth yeah. and go, well, I'm not making a deal with you. You're about to win. It has. It's one of my favorite games of all time, which is funny because one of my ha- most hated games of all time is a game called Munchkin. And this ha- Cosmic Encounter has a similar me- mechanism to Munchkin where it's like bash the leader. Like, okay, yeah. Jeff's at four colonies. We can't let him get to five. Everyone so go on everyone defense. Go, or... every, yeah, everyone just do whatever they can do against him. And he would have to win despite us. Yeah. You know, and so it can take forever. But it's it's really, it's fun. really fun. With the right awesome. group, it's amazing. Yeah, if you have fun. the right group and the right number of people. If you play with more than five or six, you're gonna the game's going to take for fucking ever. Yeah. Even with five or six, it's probably going to take two and a half, three and a half hours. It's going to be a while, but um, that's my number two, Cosmic Encounter. Jeff, what about you? Number one. My number one for sure would have been Detective because they, even on the box, that's a game that says two to three hours per scenario, but if you get yourselves involved in that game, it takes takes a day. Like we would, um, you guys remember this? We would spend a day, right? Mm -hmm. We'd hang out at lunch. We'd go to an escape room. We'd come back at three o'clock and then we would spend five to seven hours on the case with gigantic whiteboards and stuff like that. It's so cool. So there's some games that, that game, (laughs) that's why that's my favorite of. We did here too. That's why that's my favorite of that genre is because of how immersed I feel in that game. Yeah. And versus like, like we played that Hunt a Killer at the, yeah. at the house, which is yeah. probably an hour and a half. Uh, maybe by ourselves, it takes a lot longer to do that. Sure. But we had like six people doing it. Right. So there are games in that genre that, that feel just as cool. Yeah. There's some of those yeah. new ones that just come with like, like an envelope of crap and you sort through it. Right. But for some reason, that one with the DNA system and the computer. Right. You, it's like the most you can, feels that feels like you're an actual detective. Yeah, and you can just feel, and like Ryan reading the stories and like, Stop it's it. just, <laughs> it, it, it feels good. It does. It feels yeah. good to play that game. A, so I, well, long. that would be my number one. I'll hide and highlight another game that Devin and I personally can get through in two hours with more people. It is 
exponentially longer. Uh, Trismegistus is a long game. Um, okay. The two of us can play in two hours. 90 minutes to two hours. But with more, that time it's does not ever up. tick back. Down. There's yeah. no... There's no like, oh, there's less dice or less turns. Yeah. You just, it, You're just adding more time. You just add more, more people yeah. to do the exact same amount of stuff. So that that game is definitely a two and a half hour game if you know what you're doing with four people. Wow. And then could be longer. But it's one of my favorites just with two because it's a little shorter. But when you add that extra person, man, it gets can get long. Damn. Long. And girthy. <laughs> and bulbousy. And, and pipe, hard. And pipe veiny. <laughs> 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 All right. Nigiglius Jiganglio, what is your number one? What well, what game did you select for your final game selection? selection? <laughs> Allow myself to introduce. Well, one Select person already said Vital Lacerda, and one person already said On Mars, so I'm gonna go with CO2. Oh, <laughs> good choice! I can tell it was your first choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put On Mars slash CO2. CO2, great, great it's a game. Great game. Uh, it's it's a, if you don't like co- cooperative games. Because maybe you feel like they're too cooperative. Cooperative. I think this is a good game for <laughs> yeah. you because it's it's uh, he- very heavy. Yeah. And it's not as easy for one person to be like, well, you should do this, and then you do no, that. No, you definitely yeah. like this. have to do your own. You have thing, your own goals, but still have like a common. Goal and it's heavy enough. It's heavy yeah. enough yeah. where most people are not going to be able to like, as Ryan would say, like grok the whole game yeah. and yeah. be that and alpha. There's not gamer. a lot right. of cooperative games that are kind of like a Euro feel. You know, they're usually like fighting monsters yeah. and stuff like that. Which is that. why this one and, and Gloomhaven with the card play does mm-hmm. really well, because yep. it attracts more Eurocentric focused people. Yeah, baby. What's which your... is interesting because I think a lot of people that are into Euro games typically don't want anything cooperative. Yeah. You yeah. know, a lot of people like well, that. That's the so cool thing it about works. this is like it is cooperative. It doesn't feel but it doesn't really feel like, like, it. like it. Yeah. But the cooperative part like makes it cooler too. so awesome i yeah. love that game awesome Ooh, number one for me is a game that natalie and i are about to play with our friends kelly and justin the geek sheet gamer and the bearded bearded gamer the bearded gamer yep. uh it's too many boners too many by boners. chip theory games too many boners is a game that uh it's one of my favorite games of all time and it definitely takes a long time to play no matter how many players you're playing it with yep uh each player or each character that you play is so vastly different from each other character that you kind of have to like, you're referencing that reference sheet for your character a lot mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, what does this guy do? I just played this other character who was like concentrating on like, you know, just like melee damage, but this one kind of stays in yeah. the background, lobs arrows and, you know, can do these other like sneaky attacks. And it just takes, it just takes a long time. Yeah. And it's awesome. Sneaky attacks. But I'm I do love it. it. Yeah, I cannot wait to play that as well. That is too many bones. Do you guys have any honorable mentions you want? I did. I only came up with five. And then I just like stopped. Yeah. I was Natalie, like five of these. Know, huh? <laughs> I'm surprised neither of you said Twilight Struggle. I know you played that. and you. That was I had it on there. Okay. I had it on there. I thought about it, but we didn't really, we didn't even finish it. We didn't it. really finish it. Yeah. That's why yeah. I didn't. I, I had that as my number five initially. And I was like, well, we didn't finish it. So yeah. I had thought I of a couple other ones of like the, not that Mansions of Madness takes that yeah. long but it can same thing with like a game like descent yeah um arkham horror is something that is Ugh. a yeah. long long That's a thing. long slog um i have not played like through the ages really? um, those types of games um are or just war like, of the ring same thing. civilization yeah. sid meyer civilization like battlestar galactica is a long game that i thought about that's a good point um that's a long game and that's a, that's a cool game because it needs to be long enough where the switch to a cylon like matters mm-hmm um, other things I was just kind of like looking at was War of the Ring, which I know is something that you want to yeah, play, the, which is the long. I have it. We just haven't played it. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's, that I think would like be on there, I'm sure. D-Mocker games long. D-Mocker, right? I think, is long as well. Yeah. 
there's yeah, th- those are kind of the ones that I I thought about that I'm like, man, those games are long, not including, you know, diplomacy and those those like war you know, the it's ones that take six years play, anyway. Yeah. Right. Isn't that like, what's that one game? Twilight Imperium? Twilight Imperium. Yeah. Big... I almost put that on there too, but I just don't like it enough to put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> but that right. takes like eight hours. To yeah. Play. It's not a, it's not a genre is not the right word. It's not, I don't usually look at three hour games and go like, yes, mm-hmm. because I can't play them on game night. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes when a game takes too long, it will never hit the table. Right. Yeah. Because I play Mondays for three hours and then with a rules refresh or anything like that, it's, that was the you reason I got that. rid of the Vitello Saturday games that I had for a time over and over again. Because I'm like, all right, Lisboa, I loved it. But it's just so fucking long. When, is that, when am I going to play that? And now I bought them all back. Yep. <laughs> you know, and now they're back. Pretty collection. Yeah, I like the collection. Yeah. So that's going to cool. do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters. You'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd like to, if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've got a Patreon now. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Uh, please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> you didn't have to go all the way to the top. I can't go higher than that. She was doing that. Hello. Big Bang Theory? Didn't they do that? Well, I mean, it's it's really from like 2001 A Space Odyssey. No, I know, but Stanley didn't Tucci. they like sing it? Did you say from Stanley Tucci? They, like, sang Stanley it. Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Tucci made <laughs> Space Odyssey. It's funny because there is a joke in um, Big Bang Theory about Stanley Tucci, which is really funny. They're talking about comics, and you know, Stanley is the the Marvel comic yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, we're going to go meet Stan Lee. And Penny's like, Stan Lee, Stan Lee, Stan- Tucci. Stan- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's no, it's totally, they did that. I remember somebody going like, boom, 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 boom. Yes, you're right. <laughs>